Bears beats Battlestar Galactica. You really adopted the dark. I was born in it. Sounds like somebody's got a case of the Mondays. Bazinga. Two in the box. Ready to go. We be fast and baby slow. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. And we're recording. Welcome to the Mon Geekmore Podcast, your favorite podcast where we come uh, and talk, debate, and argue over your top four, Mount Rushmore's, if you will, of your favorite pop culture subjects. Today's pop culture subject, as you can tell uh, by looking at your listening device, is the uh, best players of the NBA during the 90s, not named Michael Jordan. <laughs> so uh, we are, I am Neri Signs. Uh, with me as usual is Daniel DeBona. What's up, y'all? And today we got a few uh, we got a few virgins on the podcast. We got Justin. Say what's up, Justin. Yo. And uh, we got my man Brett Ernst, com- comedian Brett Ernst, is on here. Yo, we're just doing nineties. Okay, <laughs> I thought we were doing all but, time. No, <laughs> just, <laughs> did you, Justin? Did you not but, but, text him what exactly what I texted him? Yeah, bro, I copied and pasted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter. Come on, man. I'm put, I'm no, no, but hold up. up. <laughs> because, because. So here, here's here's what happened. Neri told me about this. As soon as you made the call to me today, you you brought this up. I was like, there's different categories because it can be. Are we biased? Is it our favorite players most exciting to watch? What is it? Because then also, is it somebody who dominated the '90s? Uh, I got a list of people who got drafted in the '90s that I think are better than people who actually played in the '90s. So there's a lot of great area that we can go off of. So what? I don't really know. I got to. And that's what yeah. we were going to go through. We were going to go like, how did you make your selection? Like I, I personally yeah. made my selection by saying these are the best players that played in the '90s. Not that were also. If you also okay. played in the 2000s and you were better in the 2000s, like if you got drafted in '99. Yeah. If you got drafted in 99 and you were yeah. fucking awesome in the 2000, that doesn't make you a best player right. in the 90s. Is my because opinion. Because here's, here's the thing. That 19, the 1996 uh, NBA yeah. draft class was probably the best of all time. And that That's what I'm Kobe saying. Nash. Yeah. So, but they weren't at their peak in the 90s. So, I, I got a different list. So, I got a 90s list and then I got an all-time list from, from that just to, just to see where we're at. Why well, this, you just do all-time, man? Because well, if we're doing 90s, yeah, there's no, that great No, you can't do all-time. You can't do all-time. Right. A, it's a whole different topic. It's a whole different topic. <laughs> <laughs> you did, we're doing well, 90s. I, I, can also, yeah, I can also make the argument. My, my whole list played in the 90s. Okay? Yeah. But were they one of the best decade. of the 90s? But I'm saying that's the gray area because you're going to have guys that were drafted in the mid '90s that blew up in 2000. You have guys that played uh, in the late '80s right, right. that retired in the mid '90s. Correct. So their peaks, yes, their peaks right. are different. That's the whole so point. The whole point is selecting the you, ones who are best in the '90s. <laughs> all right, all right, let's go. '90s. Man. I got it. I got I'm it. I got it. Argue. I'm going to make an argument. I'm going to make an argument for my guys anyway. Okay. Uh, <laughs> all right. That's all I hear right now. All right. That's a bitch. That's a bitch ass list. That's all I got to say. The 90s. Why the 90s? That's the golden age of ball. First of all, it's the golden age of ball. First of all, it's the golden age of ball. And second of all, the reason why we did this is because we all watched the documentary on the 97 Bulls, episodes one and two that just dropped. And we're like, yo, let's fucking talk about one of the greatest eras of the NBA. So that's how we're doing it. How old are you? I forgot. How old are you? I'm 38. Okay. I'm. I'm an old head, so I lived it. 
I don't really. What the fuck? I, what, I, what I have it? to watch the documentary. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I, I fucking lived it too. Fucker, what is that? What does that even mean? I lived it. You just. <laughs> all right. Look, look, I was I was twenty five at the garden. You were. Well, it doesn't. I, just because you went to a garbage place at 25 doesn't mean that you should get mad at me now. What the <laughs> fuck does that mean? All right, can I go first, please? <laughs> no, we're gonna we're gonna go around the horn because if not, I forget the okay. order. So we're gonna go. With Daniel, you go second, Brett. Daniel, we're gonna go with you. What's your number four? That's fine. Wait, actually, hold on. I got. Uh, I got wait, wait, wait. I got the thing. The fourth pick. Round four. I'm in no mood for your wife's crap. Let's get it on. All right, Daniel, what's your number four? All right, so we got off the rails at the beginning. Um, <laughs> but the, what I was going to say about how I made my list, this was not any sort of rule. It's just the way I did it. Um, I was thinking about the fact that it was players who aren't Jordan. So I kind of built a team around Jordan. I know that that was not at all like one of the things we were saying. So um, so that's kind of that, that's how I helped myself narrow my list down. Um, so that being said, my number four pick, uh, played in all 10 years of the nineties. He was an eight time all-star. I've got John Stockton at number four. Nice. Um, it's weird to have a white guy pick a white guy. That's weird. Uh, I was, I was like, I was like, I was like, here it goes. As soon as I wrote him down, I was like, somebody gonna say something about it. We only only invented the game, but that's okay. (laughs) (laughs) We, you're fucking Italian. (laughs) (laughs) Who fucking we? He's an old head. (laughs) How predictable. I'm sorry. White white people. (laughs) Brett was back there dunking a rock in an actual fruit basket. (laughs) 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 Basketball was culturally appropriated. White people. <laughs> um, anyway, like I said, with with the, with the concept of kind of building a team, there's no point guard from the '90s that I would want running my team more than John Stockton. Um, he he got 51.6 percent in the '90s. Like uh, he was just he was great to watch play. Um, he had the benefit. The boy, you're cutting but, in and out. Uh, you're cutting in and out. Are you on? Are you oh, on cell service? Are you on? Bad. You're on Wi-Fi. No, I'm on, I'm on Wi-Fi. Um, I hear you good, better though. now. I hear I'm good. You hear yeah. him good? Oh fuck that! Oh okay, yeah, so. I hear I'm good. All right, so <laughs> yeah, like I said, he had the benefit with uh, with some people. That I'm sure on the list, but uh, seven times in the '90s he was the assist leader. The guy knew how to run an offense. Uh, the best player not named Matt Johnson at pulling entire to him, so he had a whole team to dish the ball to. Uh, the guy knew how to read a defense. Uh, a lot of fun to watch play. Um, so yeah, my number four is John Stockton. Oh, all right. I, the only thing you were missing from your description is he was great at fundamentals. Like I just needed that from you, just because that's the, <laughs> the perfect. That's a perfect white guy. Say rat. it's a perfect. He's the fundamentals. He passes the ball four times before they shoot it. It's amazing. It's just. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, great way, game, may, great may game I, manager, shot clock manager. He knew all that stuff. May I remind you of something? And you know, all race jokes aside, if we're talking about fundamentals, then you got to look at what, how the San Antonio Spurs were able to dominate, and nobody ever brings them up, but they were all fundamentals. Yeah, and mm-hmm. that's that. Fundamentals is what makes the team. I mean, even even looking football with the, with the pass, 
Yeah, it's all yeah. fundamental. Yeah, but here's 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 the thing. Nobody argues that the 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 you know, Sacramento that uh, San Antonio is amazing, but nobody brings them up because they weren't fun. Because all they were was fundamental. They were zero fucking well, fun. That's what I was gonna ask you. What, what's your criteria? Is your criteria championships? Is your criteria well, off statistics? I'll tell you. Right, your I'll tell you right now. I've got. I've John got. Stockton's phenomenal. I've got yeah. two that are. Two that are numbers-wise amazing and two that are fun to watch. It just kind of fell into who my favorites from the 90s were. Um, right. Well, my number four, if I can go now, yeah. let me know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I don't want to break the uh, protocol of, of the production <laughs> quality here. But I would have to go with Ronnie Cycli. I think Ronnie Cycli was unbelievable. <laughs> as a, <laughs> he was one of the best centers to ever play for Miami Heat. You uh, so, um, I'm gonna go with. <laughs> I'm honestly, I'm gonna go with. Uh, I gotta go with Reggie Miller. All right, uh, yeah, that's and, actually my number four as well. That is, we, you and I are in the same. That's actually that's my number four as well. All right. You know, if I'm gonna make the analogy to boxing, if uh, and again, we can't do Jordan, but if if Jordan wasn't in the NBA when Reggie Miller was in the NBA, Reggie Miller would have been the Jordan. I think if that makes sense. Yeah, uh, it's almost like it's almost like how uh, uh, Razor Ruddock. Uh, if Mike Tyson vacated the title, was in jail, and then Ruddick came in, Ruddick would have dominated the heavyweight division. It just was timing when they were both competing. I mean, I don't know if you remember Razor Ruddick as a boxer, but, uh, you know, he had two of the biggest and hardest fights with Tyson, and, you know, and he broke his jaw, actually it fucked him up or messed him up, whatever. I get with Reggie Miller with that. If there's no Jordan, Reggie would have been that Jordan. I mean, he was a clutch player. He played yep. with fire. He played in an era where, you know, it wasn't like my man who I like the kid from uh, Golden State, uh, you know, uh, with the three-pointers. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Steph Curry. It, you know, he was Steph Curry before Steph Curry, but Steph Curry didn't have uh, six-foot-nine forwards <laughs> busting him in the jaw when he's yeah. trying to shoot three-pointers. <laughs> so I put Reggie Miller as, as my number four, man. And, and those uh, Jordan classic battles were unbelievable, man, with those two. That kid was money. The, uh, the only reason Miller didn't make my list because he played the same position as Jordan. So, like I said, with the way I did mine. But if nothing else, Reggie Miller, I mean, is, one, an amazing player, but, two, what he scored, like, eight points in ten seconds. Yep. Um, that one yep. time, I mean, just, just an incredible guy to watch play. I, I can't hold that pick at all. He's got one of the greatest trash uh, talk things of all time grabbing his neck just yeah. like yeah. Choke. Choke shit, walking off the <laughs> yeah, against the Knicks, that was beautiful. Man. Yeah. That was beautiful. Yeah. How great is that? Who's next? My next or you next? Yeah, Justin, you're next. What's your number four? <laughs> all right. So I kind of did the same thing when I put my team together, uh, adding Jordan as a fifth player, kind of building my team around him. So I kind of went with every position being guard, shooter, stuff like that. Um, this this guy can kind of play both positions because I have the other guy playing a little bit higher on the list. But this guy actually won while Jordan wasn't there. So it's kind of easy to say who would be a king to dream. Um, I got him at number four just because he actually did win with Jordan being out. And besides that, he was kind of unstoppable with that little move in the post. So that's what I got at number four. Akeem, the dream. All right. Yeah. Well, Elijah won. I've, yeah. uh, I've, I've got him as an honorable mention, uh, but because of one center, he didn't, he wasn't the one who uh, made my list. Uh, that's another guy right. who, who that's, I mean, it's another guy like you were talking about with Miller, like is, you know, with timing wise, it was just, it was just hard for the, the, for him to come up and to just be a big deal when you're just losing to the bulls all the time. But hey, can, can I, okay. solid pick. can I amend something with Miller as well? 
because it, 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 it was easy for me to say without Jordan, he would have been the Jordan. But I also believe that if Jordan wasn't there, Reggie wouldn't have been as good as he was because he's one of those guys that, you know, you know, like when you have that competition there, he, yeah, I think yeah. Jordan also made him step him up, step his game yeah. up. So that was a give he, and take he, as well. I'm Jordan, sorry, Jordan yeah. was, Jordan was to him what the bad boys were to Jordan. They made him get better just so he could try to beat who they were. And that's what Reggie became. He became a beast trying to beat Jordan. It just never happened for him. Yeah, you know, it's like my argument with LeBron. It's like, you know, yeah, LeBron doesn't play in a defensive era, but just imagine if LeBron was able to play defense like they played back in the day. LeBron would dominate yeah. at defense. Yeah. He'd be yeah. throwing yeah. people around the court, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So it's one of those chicken, not chicken and eggs, but hypotheticals. But um, I like the uh, I like the Hakeem pick because I'm, I'm assuming that the other center that I'm pretty sure yeah. we all have that lasted two decades – you were you were talking about age earlier i think i'm gonna be the the youngest one in this group here so i i didn't really get to watch basketball in the 90s like you guys did as far as appreciating it i saw it but i wasn't really into it like i was when i got a little bit older I, I've, I've gone back watched tape and this and that so i would have had a different would have thrown kg in there but that's kind of not the game we're playing because if you Think about it. In the 90s, if, had KG played against Hakeem in his prime, who do you think would take that one-on-one spot? It's hard to tell, but if we're going strictly 90s, that's why I picked Hakeem. And I just love the trash talk about him. That was that was my I, I got to agree with you, though, man. If, if, we, if, if we're just limiting it to the 90s, yeah. But I, I would agree that K, KG yeah. would be a better pick over Hakeem. But I just think I love what I love about Hakeem is uh, any player that has a move named after him, there's, there's something special. That like that's not that that dude has a fucking yeah. dream shake, dude. I don't understand. You understand? Like you watch videos of that dude and yeah. how big he was yeah. and how fucking nimble he was and how he would just be able to fake big Crazy. motherfuckers out, small people out. Like he's just fast and and nimble and oh, it was great, man. Was uh was was Barkley on that Rockets team the one with Elijah Wan? With Elijah Wan? No, Barkley no, never. No, Barkley no, never no. won a championship. Never had a no. Okay, yeah. that's okay. That's 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 why well, it, it was. It was. It was Kenny Smith though. <laughs> 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 well, from Georgia Tech, right? Let me show you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. So for number you four, four Neary? for number, I had Reggie Miller. I had the same thing. I had the same thing with Reggie yeah. Miller. Oh, okay, I I, okay, I love four. his killer. I love right, his okay. killer instinct. I love his, uh, you know, his three point shot. The fact that it was ice, like he had ice running in his veins, man. He was just, he was, he was Steph Curry before there was Steph Curry. You know, he had so many threes. Yeah. He had, yeah. it was bananas. And uh, as as a fat kid growing up, playing, loving to play basketball, but always sucked. <laughs> I always fancied myself a three point shooter. I'm not. I I always sucked, <laughs> but I love. Yeah, I exactly. <laughs> I'm that dude. I'm like, fucking let it rain. I'm that fucking dude uh, who sucks. But I felt it's like uh, it's like when you're a kid and you like and you watch uh, baseball and you watch the guys who either strike out or homer. That's what I would. That's what I equate the three yeah. point shot to. I'm like, I just want the fucking three. I just want to shoot. That's all I fuck. I, yeah. I'm clearly not going to drive it in on anybody. I'm going to fucking get stuffed. I'm I'm five foot eight. You know, I'm fucking nothing. Um, but yeah, man, it was fucking uh, it was fantastic. I, I, I love Reggie Miller. So our number fours are John Stockton, Reggie Miller, Akeem, and Reggie Miller again. Round three. Three is a magic number. Yes, it is. All right, Demona, what do we got for number three, brother? 
All right, so my number three is the only player I have on my list who didn't play all 10 years of the 90s. Uh, 98 was actually his last year in the league. This is one that is more personal favoritism lended in to me, um, putting this guy at the small forward role. Uh, seven-time All-Star Clyde the Glide Drexler uh, at number three. So good. Um, so just good. just ridiculous amounts of fun to watch play. Um I remember like really falling in love with Drexler uh, with, when he was on the dream team. Like that was, that was when I really kind of learned who he was and um, just, just a lot of fun to watch play. Um, like I said, he played for nine years in the nineties um, averaged almost 21 points a game shooting uh, almost uh, just over, just over 45% um, uh, for the, the decade. I mean, just incredible, incredible to watch play. Like I said, he's he's got a gold medal. Um, he's in the college basketball. Uh, he's in the Hall of Fame now as uh, as a member of the Dream Team. Just uh, he, he was one that was a ton of fun to play. Was good at what he uh, was good at what he did. He could play, you know, he can play shooting guard or small forward. I've got him in small forward in this particular. Um, instance, but uh, and now he he does uh, he actually does color commentary for Rockets games now, and um, uh, my brother who is in Texas now, uh, he says he says he listens to him on the radio stuff and he's really good at it. He's just he's he's like I said, ton of fun to play like and to do what he did. He was drafted in '83, so to to keep up numbers like that for nine years through the '90s um, at the end of his career. Uh, really super impressive. Uh, so my number three is Clyde the Glad Drexler. I love the fact that he kept the the hairstyle of the 70s. He didn't give a fuck. He had a mustache. He had a mustache. He had the fucking old man yeah. receding hairline hairstyle where it just like that. He looked like your dad. He looked like they, just his head looked like it was like anybody's dad down the street. Like he had the fucking mustache. Just the fucking receding hairline. He didn't give a He could have shaved it. He's a millionaire. He could have fucking shaved it. But yeah. he's like, no, no. fuck this. I, I, was, I came up in the 70s where this was a badge of honor. So that's I love that. That's what I fucking love about Clyde the Clyde. <laughs> you want to talk about nicknames too what a great nickname and, right like it's just right. yeah and he was just he was i mean and i get why he got the nickname when you watch the guy play like to watch him move mm -hmm. up and down the court he was just smooth like every movement he made what had us had so much purpose to it like he moved without the ball really really well just uh yep. i mean it's incredible to watch play now and so like i said there, there I, you know i'm sure there are arguments for for different small forwards and stuff like that but this one this one's one that's a personal favorite so the bono quick question you said he was uh he was a, a uh, hall of famer with the dream team is he not in the hall of fame by himself oh i think he's i think he's in the hall i it's i'm not actually i'm not sure if he's in twice or not um that's just just interesting uh, to me that i'm like you would think that he would be in the fucking hall of fame but uh, it's you know, it's one of those. I, I don't know if he is or not. Uh, I'm not. Uh, I'm not him right now where he is. Like I said, I know they inducted the whole dream team. Yeah. But I'm not seeing where he's in there individually. That's pretty shitty. Uh, all right, uh, Brett, who do you got for your number three? Well, look, man, I, I'm still a little gray on the rules here because you know Stockton, I think, was oh. played in the '80s. Oh, oh, sorry. He he is in there twice. My bad. 2004 individually, 2010 as a member of the Dream Team. All right. All right. 2000. Sorry. All right. Cool. Brett, what were you saying? Um, 
no, I uh, I'm a little gray on the area because I know Stockton I think was drafted in like '85, '86 and played through the mm-hmm. '90s. I, I would like to go with an Allen Iverson, but I know he was drafted in '96 and really made his bones. But he could still be one of the century. best. He could still be one of the best players in the '90s. I mean, that's four fucking years that that guy gave for. And he was like, no, yeah, yeah, he I'm, wasn't, I'm, yeah. I'm saying, I'm saying, I mean, you know, these are the rules. You know what I mean? The thing, here's the thing. The thing about the nineties is that Jordan just dominated so much that nobody else really did shit because of that. Had that not been the case, but here's, you know, been, here's what I like about Iverson. I here's have Iverson what, in my list too, but I just can't. Yeah. Here's what I like about Iverson. That nasty crossover where he crossed over Jordan twice. That was in the nineties. Oh, yep. That was in yep, the nineties. That was in the nineties. Oh, man. Again, dude, it's 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 it's, it's hard if, with this type of criteria. So my next player, okay, played ten seasons, ninety through ninety nine. <laughs> um, without Stockton, you don't have this man, the mailman, Carl yeah. Malone. Carl fucking uh, Malone, you know, dude. I, I mean, in his uh, and I think in his ten years, he was a nine time fuck. I think he made the All Star team like eight or nine times. Every every year he was rookie. Yeah. Um, in, in my opinion, uh, one of the um, the greatest uh, power forwards ever to play the game. And he was a league um, MVP. He was a league MVP also during the Jordan era. He was a league MVP. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. 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 He was. He was. But it's sad that that they never really got that title. You know. I love when he won the MVP yeah. that the year that he won the MVP in his acceptance speech. He said, "I want to thank Michael Jordan for lending it to me for this year." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like uh, he's you know obviously he's he he is who I was referencing when I was saying that John Stockton had the benefit of you know playing with somebody as great as Carl Malone to always. Uh, he was just he's just he was fun to watch play too. Like he he had good personality. Um, could I mean move well for a big man? Great dunks. Like you know uh, I had him. As Man. Yeah. Yeah. Alone. Now here's here's a quick question. Here's a quick question. Do you as fans, do you fault him for fucking trying to go to the Lakers and trying to pick up that, that easy chip that he never got anyway? Oh it's it, it, it's always different when you have to leave. I kinda change LeBron. I think it changed LeBron. You know, I'm a die I, I love the Heat, man. And LeBron yeah. pretty much won with uh, Wade's team. That that was still Dwayne Wade's team, regardless. Because mm-hmm. Wade won you know, I, I mean, granted, Shaq, when Shaq came, that helped, obviously, because they needed a big guy. But yeah. people forget with Wade um, that Kobe played pretty much with the same team Wade played with to go all the way into the uh, into the finals, right. I think, or the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I, I can't recall. And then Kobe didn't even make the playoffs with, with that same <laughs> mm-hmm. starting squad. Um, but, yeah, mm-hmm. so I, to answer your question, I, I don't fault him, but I, I don't think – it, it would have moved the needle on him if he did, did win a championship with but another. Did a lesson? On, did a lesson? Hit, did a lesson? His 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 uh, his legacy in your eyes? No, not at all. Not at all. No, he was on not that. He was on the 2004 Lakers squad that lost to the Pistons, right? Yeah. 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 Listen, man, it's the same thing that happened with. Um, it, it could go either way. Like I think what's going on with Tom Brady going to Tampa is going to solidify him as the growth. Because, you know, as much as I hate him, Montana as a Cowboy fan, to me, what really solidified Montana is the fact that he went to the Chiefs and took them all the way to the AFC Championship game and made the Pro Bowl. 
with the whole other team that and at yeah. the end of his career. So, you know, look, it's a different era of football. I don't I want to go back to basketball, but I'm saying if Brady can go deep into the playoffs with the Bucks in a whole different system, then that will solidify his greatness. I think uh it's Malone, but at the same time at the end of their career they they get moved around as well. So I think I don't know, I man. Think, I think I think people tend to sh- uh, shit on Malone's move because it was like it was specifically. I mean, it was the Lakers looking to yeah. just dump enough money into a team because they got Gary Payton that year too, Gary right? Payton. Yeah, I mean, Gary they Payton, were yeah. they were just looking to buy a championship that year, and I think that that's why people get upset about that Malone move. Not necessarily about just go into a team, but it was because that team looked like the team that was just trying to buy a championship. And I, I think that's why people tend to get upset with the Malone move. Whereas Brady's got nothing left to prove, except that maybe he can go down and, and do it with another team. And did it Gronk just go down there today? Yeah, yeah. Today. yeah he, they, they might trade him. They might trade him. Oh, okay. But you know what? That's a good. That's a good. I forgot that, that that was the moves the Lakers were making. They were. It was almost as if like everybody that they acquired that year. What it was. It was. I mean, and. Uh, I, I, I'm not going to claim to be a lifelong Pistons fan. I started, I came up when I was in college because I had a team to root for and I liked Ben Wallace. So I became a Pistons fan like two years before they won that championship. But, you know, outside of my teams, it's weird because, like, there's certain players that you just want to see get a ring. Like, I would have loved to have seen Romo get a ring, if it, even if it wasn't for the Cowboys. I would have loved to have seen Charles Barkley get a ring. You know, right. and I would have loved yeah. to have seen Malone get it. So I, you know, I don't know if it, if that affected my opinion of it. To be honest with you, but it was so long ago. I, I don't. I forgot about the Lakers were trying to uh, buy a chip. That was like that to me. That's when everything starts going downhill, man. Yeah. Like yep. you know, to me, watching this, this sports now as long as I've been watching it. It's a whole different game to me, man. Everything is. Yeah, I agree, man. I, I just, I, I remember at the time, I don't, I don't fault him for it because I understand as a player, like he, he played so long and he didn't ever get, he never got a championship, and he was like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna take my chances and just go through the lake." But I just, I felt it. I remember watching it live and thinking, "Oh, that's kind of cheesy." They're just like they're taking everybody, mm-hmm. and they're just, you know, they got Steve Nash. The Lakers got Steve Nash. I guess like, just, that's a little fucking cheesy. Yeah, I they thought did. That was a little fucking too. cheesy. <laughs> you know, you know. A little, a little thing about that too. He was the guy who gave Magic Johnson the most shit when the whole uh, AIDS HIV thing came out. That when he went to the Lakers, you know, he was always number thirty-two with the Jazz, and he wanted to be number thirty-two, but they had already retired it. So he had to ask Magic Johnson to get his number out of retirement after the guy he had been talking shit about his whole <laughs> life. All of a sudden, now he wanted to get his jersey number, and Magic gave it to him, but it didn't mean nothing because he still didn't win. So there you go. <laughs> garbage uh all uh, right so look, it's on me right now to pick number three yeah your pick all right so number three uh my number three and number two could have gone either way so I, you know like weird i was talking about doing positions and all that so this one kind of goes and i know he's probably going to be a little bit higher in some of your guys list but you guys heard it from the man himself without this guy there would be no mj so i got scotty at number three just because of all those numbers that he put up being i mean those stats were crazy that they were showing out. He was number two in scoring this, this, that, and the number one and all these different things. And then he was 122nd uh, highest uh, player in the league at the time, which is just crazy to me as far as numbers go and winning. And as far as being that guy on the team that just has it, I think he's probably one of the top players throughout the 90s 
I agree, man. Scottie Pippen's a shit. Uh, fucking defensive yeah. player of the year. Like, he's so fucking good. He was good on every level. He's the dude that I would yeah. say, if it wasn't for Michael Jordan, we would all be like, bro, fucking, you think LeBron's as good as Scottie yeah. Pippen? Like, it, he was so fucking yeah. good. Uh, and again, you can't take away Jordan because, again, going with what Brett said earlier, I'm sure Mike, playing with but, Michael made him better, made him that that. But piece. here's the thing: what would without without Jordan? Do you think Scotty could have really led a team by himself? Do you think he was that guy? No, I don't. Yeah, uh, that, I don't. that was my right. that was my that was going to be my. Uh, but my here's argument but here's that. the thing. Here's what it, I would it's say. It's hard to say that. It's he, hard to say. But that. here's what I would right, say right. though: uh, without Pippen, Jordan is there? A, is Jordan as dominant as he was? And I don't think that's a case. Yes. I don't think he is. Yes, I, I, Look I would, at that season. Look I at the '97 the season. Look at the '97 season. Yeah. He was. He still. He had Dennis Rodman, which was a fucking freak, right? Which was a baller, a Hall of Famer, future Hall of Famer. Scotty was injured, all right, or, or recovering from from surgery, and they weren't winning as much, and it was fucking hard. And that was in '97. But 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 you but you you've got to remember also. I mean, this is somebody that he'd been playing with for so long to that point. It, it took a while before Jordan was uh, cliche players elevates everybody around him. And it's, as as players created a relationship with Jordan, they got better. Uh, I think that the, the concept of Scotty taking a team on by himself, you know, I, I know what it was the 98 season that was shortened by the lockout when he went to the Rockets, And I mean, he didn't, he didn't do it huge there without Jordan. I'm not saying that Scotty's not incredible. I can't fault this pick at all. I just put Clyde in that position. I just, I don't know that if he had not benefited from a career without Jordan, that yeah. we necessarily put him in that conversation like we like to think back on him at. And basically you're asking, do you think Robin could have made the Justice League without that? <laughs> 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 yeah. Because Dick Grayson is the best Batman, I was gonna that's say, an argument for another day. I was gonna say, uh, <laughs> Dick Grayson is actually in the Nightwing is actually in the Justice League. Nightwing, so just yeah, saying. he's Nightwing. He's so Nightwing. Nightwing is the best I, Batman. You know, it's it, again, man. If, if I were to rate my expertise, football, I consider myself an expert. I played my whole life through high school, college. I understand the game like the back of my hand. Basketball, absolutely not. But what I do know is that football is the only game where you need at least nine players doing their job in order for a play to be successful. Unlike right. basketball, where one guy, one guy could change the whole game. Because he's playing offense and defense. You understand? Now, yeah. I don't... I, I mean, look, yeah, did Jordan have that off year? You can make that argument, but... It, 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 there's... Without John, without Lynn Swan, there's no John Stallworth. Without uh, uh, Al, Michael Irvin, there's no Alvin Harper. And without Michael Jordan, there's no there's no Pippen. He couldn't do it. He he there's no way he could do it. But you can't take that away from him. Well, he because said, he was that guy. I mean, he said that himself. You know I mean? Jordan said it. Jordan has said it himself. He said Scotty Pippen doesn't get the the recognition he deserves. And Jordan said this, which I thought it was funny because it's in third person, and I always laugh when athletes talk in third person. But he said, "Without Scotty Pippen, there is no Michael Jordan," which is hilarious coming from Michael Jordan because fucking third person. Okay, but it's Neri, hilarious. Neri, let's be honest. Okay, you, you never count uh, compliments from your family and friends. You only count the ones from your enemies. And unless you got somebody that was like the hardest person I ever faced was Scottie Pippen. Because when, when, when you see everything on Magic, you see everything on Bird, you see everything on Jordan. 
It's the people that hated them that are, that are, that are saying how damn good they are. And, I mean, what do you want Jordan to say? I mean... <laughs> No, Man, he no, could have just stayed quiet. He didn't, the fuck, he didn't have to fucking listen, say anything. Listen. <laughs> and, no, that's not true, man, because, look, it, it, again, it, 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 it's a salad. It's hard to take one thing out. And, you know, I'm, I'm fat, Brett. I don't fucking whole, eat salad. I take the whole thing out. The whole fucking salad's <laughs> out. I don't do it's salads. Like, it's, like the it's like a Sunday. Oh, okay, okay. Like I understand. Oh, oh, oh you know, now, now you're talking his language. All right, all right. go ahead, continue, Sunday. continue. So mm-hmm. I'm saying everything makes the Sunday. <laughs> everything, the nuts, the fudge, the whipped cream, the ice cream, that's what makes it. So it, it is hard to take that away from Pippen, but I, I'm, I'm, you know, I've watched it enough to know, I, you know, I don't know, man. I don't think Pippen's winning titles without uh, – all the guys that we named on this list stood alone. Did uh, it, did you know what I mean? take Portland to the finals yep. in two thousand? Yep. Yeah, the, 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 oh, the, the West Coast Western finals. Team. They yeah. lost to the yeah. Lakers, yeah. right? The Lakers, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's still good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, like well, wait, 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 wait. But hold on. The thing is, remember that was when the West was the West. That if you won the West, you're winning the championship. So right. had they came out and won the West, they would have definitely. Won you know the what, West. man? The more I'm thinking about it, the more I I, I could see that I could see Pippen on because we're talking. I mean, he was he was one of the better players in the '90s. There's no denying it. I mean, you can't you can't fault him all around for who he played with. And, yeah, yeah. And I mean, like you can't fault. Tom Brady when he played. I mean, you know, if Brady couldn't pull this off in the fucking nineties, that's for sure. Anyway, going to six Super Bowls yeah, yeah. in the nineties, no. not going to happen. No. But but he's the best in the era that you know you can't take away when he was born and when he played. I don't know, right. man. I I enjoy. I, I, I'm okay with that pick. I think I, I don't think that's as bad as I thought at the beginning. <laughs> 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 I like the fact that nobody and nobody ever questioned a pick. Brett, you questioned a pick in your own head. You you talked yourself yeah, into yeah. it later on. That's hilarious. Yeah, it's called it's, it's called being an intellectual. He, he fired he fired himself up and then talked himself off the ledge. I, I two opposing arguments in my head at the same time. I love the fact that we went from that I you created. think you think Robin could make the Justice League without Batman. You know what? He was good, man. I mean, you know, he made. You know what? I like that pick. I do, I, you, that was the fucking same conversation, and nobody argued against you. <laughs> but you made the argument for the, the point about Portland, and you made the argument about Nightmare. I'm okay with being wrong. All right, so Scottie Pippen is, is just his pick. My number three is uh, we we talked about him briefly uh, in, in in passing uh, in this conversation already. Is uh, the one and only the glove Gary Payton. I fucking yep. love Gary Payton, dude. I love Gary Payton for, for everything. He fucking defensive defensive baller. Like he's so small, and he played in a fucking uh, in a league of giants. And when everybody was super fucking physical, and he was like, the, and then the fact that he was such a trash talker. Ah, oh, dude, as a fucking yep. kid, as a fat kid who only had my mouth to run. Ah, oh, dude, that's I fucking love that. I loved anybody who was an outright shit talker. Like, and it's funny because at that time in the nineties. 
90s, the media didn't really portray Jordan as a shit talker. It wasn't until later on, after all these documentaries, that people, like, players would say, no, Jordan was a shit talker. Yeah. yeah. Because in, in the media at the time, the fucking media would never say anything negative about Jordan. They would never no, talk. They were just the fucking golden boy. He got away with everything. He got away yeah, with traveling. Yeah, he was the face, man. Yeah, dude. And I remember they would, the media would always talk about, you know, when they would show the Seattle Supersonics, which, by the way, what a fucking great name. What a fucking great name, yeah. the Seattle Supersonics. Uh, and you have Sean Kemp, who's a beast. Uh, who, yeah. uh, and, uh, the X-Man. What was the X-Man's name? I don't remember. What was the X-Man? Xavier something? Oh. For the Supersonics. For the Sonics? I don't remember. Yeah. No, you're, yeah. you're, you're the old head. You <laughs> yeah, I don't remember. I don't remember. It'll come to me. Hold on. Maybe I'm I'm confused because I am old. Yeah, yeah. Hold on. Uh, but uh, I love the fact that he had uh, one. He it's one of the last like that era. Can no, we just talk? Xavier McDaniel. Xavier McDaniel. Yeah, of course. Yeah, of co- yeah. Xavier. But who the fuck? Is, like nobody knows that guy except for you and his mom. Nobody knows that fucking guy. Like I don't know who the fuck that guy is. I guarantee. I guarantee, I guarantee you I from that squad. Then, huh? More from that squad. More people know the name Detlef Shrep from uh, Parks and Rec. He was on that same squad. Nobody fucking knows. I don't think Detlef Shrimp knows fucking knows who the fuck Xavier is. is. You know what? You know what's funny is how stupid you guys sound because of your age. <laughs> Why don't you Google the motherfucker? <laughs> you know what I like, I Brett? You saying about him? I guess nobody knew about him, huh? Hey, Brett. Hey, Brett. Why don't? Why? Why? Can you do me a favor just for the audio? Can you just say "get off my lawn" real quick? And you just say that shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, look, man. Can we just why, talk? Why don't you? Why don't you mention? Why don't you mention you were a fat kid again? And maybe I'll. Say <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, I can we? Just, I was going back to. I was talking about the '90s being the last great era of nicknames. I think the fact that we have the glove and that we have Clyde the Glide and that we have all these th- those nicknames. Yeah. I think that's an, a thing of the past in sports in general. Nowadays, most people, most athletes nowadays, their nicknames are their initials. Right, like it's like just basically yeah, who like right. OBJ is OBJ. There's OBJ. not a fucking actual yeah. nickname thing, and I'm sure there's one or two that have still have nicknames. But man, that fucking like that '90s was the last great era for fucking yeah. real great yeah. nicknames. The fact that you have the, a guy named the Glove, like what the fuck are you talking? What is I mean, it's <laughs> just the Glove. So that, that was a defense. Who else? I, AI had the answer. The answer was it. The answer. Oh my Sorry. god! I I oh, I will die on the hill that the answer. Meant be yeah. the best sports nickname as much as much as I don't like him uh, the truth was pretty dope too Paul Pierce had the truth the truth yeah, I, yeah okay the yeah. big the you big mean, ticket call the truth Williams the big ticket yeah. was dope that shit was fucking awesome big ticket uh, uh, the, yeah. We talked about Carl Malone, Carl the mailman, the mailman, because he always delivers. I mean, you know, I just gotta say something. You guys are just hacking now because first of all, <laughs> getting back to Xavier McKinney, he, <laughs> he was a first round pick in the 1985 draft. Who the fuck cares about a first round pick? <laughs> He's in the College Basketball Hall of Fame. Hey, well, if this, was, if this was if this was a next. if this was a podcast about college players, maybe you could fucking bring them up. But this isn't a fucking. This is about the NBA. 
NBA. I don't understand. So it's Christian Leitner, and we're not talking about him. Yeah. <laughs> don't you know who he is, though, right? Yeah, because he played alongside Jordan. You name, you name two people right now that are, that you I would expect you would know who they are. Just even if they didn't have success. Xavier and, would not uh, be one of them. Bro, you couldn't even think of his name. <laughs> you had to Google him, and you're giving us shit about this. No, 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 I couldn't think of his last name. I said Xavier. I couldn't think of his last name. You, you literally said X-Men. You literally said X-Men. He said... That's his nickname, man. You were one step away from calling him Professor Xavier. You were fucking one step away. The fuck? Dude, he was fucking... You know why? He was rookie of the year. Uh, he was all first team. I mean, he was... He was That's a about to be like, player, you know what? Man. Brett. You know what? New number three. Number three right now. Just Brett. put him on a list. Hey, he, pl- he played it to 1998. Guys. Brett, I'm Brett. you don't hey. know who he is. Brett, you literally, you know what you're doing right now? You're literally doing what morning radio DJs do to comedians when they fucking pull up their Wikipedia right in front of them. And they're like, ah, he's, he's, uh, he was last seen on Last Comic Standing in 2000. Like, who gives, like, you're fucking literally reading the Wikipedia off of this guy and you're making it, you try, you try to pass it off like you knew all this shit about him. I, fucking- I hope, I hope you read the comments on this fucking podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm serious, man. He is, he was just as famous as a Christian Leitner and a, a, all those people you name. Christian Leitner is safe. a fucking gold medalist. Xavier is not a gold medalist. That's not how you you don't know Christian Leitner for being on the uh, fucking Olympic <laughs> basketball team. That's how I know him. Playing for Duke. That's how I know him. I know him as somebody who how fucking you know? I know as somebody who won a gold medal how thanks to know? Michael Jordan. You didn't know he played. You didn't know he played for Duke. Of course, I know he played for yeah, Duke. He hit that shot. He hit that. Oh, there, shot. That that, there you go. What is Hill threw him that pass? Okay, let me ask you a yeah. question. Let me ask you a question. <laughs> fucking uh, 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 college basketball Hall of Fame Xavier. What does Xavier do in college? What is he known for? What do you mean? You said that he. I don't know, but I can tell you his. I can tell you his parents' name because I'm on his Wikipedia page. <laughs> 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 All right. Oh, All right. Uh, so Gary Payne. No, for real, man. Uh, he led again in 1985. He led the nation in scoring and rebounding. He's the first first round pick. I'm serious, man. You guys, you guys sound stupid just because you don't know him. You sound stupid. You didn't know him. You didn't know him. You didn't know him. You literally had to if Google you this shit. Knew Sean Payton. If you know, if you knew Payton, all right. If you know, if you know the Supersonic, he is one of the most famous Supersonics to ever play. Dude, he's and not even in the top three Supersonics. He's not even in the top I'll four. Right now, here's here's the right top now, four. Here's I'll the top four Supersonics. You got Sean Payne. You got you got. Uh, I'm sorry, Gary Payne, Sean Kemp, uh, Dallas Shrimp, and, and fucking and and uh, and what's his name that went to the Warriors. <laughs> You fucking what's his name? Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant, Kevin Durant is a more fa- Kevin Durant is a more famous I, I supersonic. Tag, I want you to tag Adam Ray in this argument and Jeff Dye. Oh tag yeah, Adam yeah, yeah, yeah. Ray and Jeff Dye in this argument, and you're gonna fucking learn. All right. Let's move on. Uh, he wants a wicked tough state. The shocker. <laughs> His high school. Uh, give uh, guys. He's in a high school hall of NBA. He's in a high school basketball hall of fame. Guys, come on, huh? Yeah, I know, I know. Yeah, uh, NCAA. That that means nothing. Yeah. Playing in a uh, fucking. Uh, so, uh, Clyde. Bo so, Jackson. Bo Jackson's in the college football hall of fame. <laughs> the NFL hall of fame. You know Bo Jackson is, don't you? Yeah, yeah. He actually did shit in the NFL though. 
You actually did shit. He only played three three seasons. And he was a two fucking sport athlete. How fucking dare you, sir? How dare you? He was cut down by injury. How fucking dare you? And he had his own commercial. <laughs> and he's got a high. Do you know who Icky Woods is? Itchy Woods? No, I don't know who Itchy Woods is. Icky Woods? No, Icky Woods, okay. no. You should shit on him. Never mind. You ruined the whole joke. Good <laughs> <laughs> thing. You know what the funny thing is? I was thinking about lying and be like, of course I know who Icky Woods is. And I didn't know who the fuck yeah. he was. <laughs> All right, so it's number... Icky Shuffle. Oh, that's right. I do know him. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I know his dance better than I there know him. There was a dance... There was a dance in the late 90s that was called the... X, uh, early 90s that was called the X-Men. And it was a dance after Xavier McDaniels, and everybody used to do it in the clubs. And then MC Hammer did it. I'm surprised you don't know this. I'm, you know what's funny? You could be lying right now, and I wouldn't be able to call you <laughs> out. Like, I literally... Like <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? I was like, I, was, I wasn't going clubbing, but I never heard of that shit in my fucking life. Uh, all right, so no, number three is Clyde Drexler, Carmelo, Malone, Scottie Pippen, and Gary Payton. Those are the, uh, the number threes. Uh, let's get on to round two. Dose. The sequel to Uno. All right, uh, Debono, what do we got for number two, brother? All right, my number two, uh, we briefly mentioned his team earlier. Uh, definitely not one of the more exciting guys that you were going to watch play, but absolutely and undeniably one of the best players from the 90s. Um, uh, Went to Naval Academy. It's David Robinson. Um, ding, 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 ding. Put him on the table. That was my number two. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay, so we don't have to table it. So we can just talk about it now because it's number two. Yeah. David Robinson is uh, just – it was incredible. David Robinson understood the game. David Robinson was a monster when it came to um, offense and defense. Averaged 25 points a game. Uh, through the 90s, and uh, more than three blocks a game. The guy knew how to move without the ball, which is super, you know, super important to be a next-level center. Uh, he was MVP in 95, the champ- uh, won a championship in 98, was an eight- eight-time All-Star, and, a ni- and he was Rookie of the Year in 1990. The guy was just absolutely a monster and he did it with a smile and there was like never anybody who was ever mad at David Robinson. Like he was just so, so good at what he did. And I like, if, if I were to find somebody who were like, yeah, I hate David Robinson. I don't trust that person because who the hell hates David Robinson? Like what did he ever do to anybody except for go serve his country after getting drafted and then come back and become the second best center in the history of the game. With the great nickname also, the Admiral. Absolutely. Um, listen, man, this, this guy, if he's like, if Roger Stahlback was a basketball player, it would have been David <laughs> Robinson. Uh, he was just a squeaky clean gentleman on and off the court. And he, to me, is the reason why the um, – the super, the supersonics. I'm still stuck on the supersonics. The, uh, <laughs> the Spurs were able to be so dominant in in uh, the 20, early 21st century on because that style of basketball. He it was that type of leadership. It was the quiet, get it done, 
uh, working man's basketball player. And, uh, you know, again, man, the, uh, the San Antonio Spurs as an organization, and, you know, I, I, I put Tim Duncan in, in, on some of my all-time uh, lists. They just got it done, and they did yeah, it as man. a team, and they did it with fundamentals, and they didn't run their mouth, and there was nothing flashy about them. And, you know, it's the difference between a Walter Payton and a Barry Sanders. You can watch Barry Sanders have the most exciting two-yard run you've ever seen, but it's still only two fucking yards, right? And if you've got guys bounce pass, two points is two points. Whether you dunk it over your back or you just granny shot it in, it's two points. And the goal is to win championships. And Anyways, I think David Robinson was the guy who set that set up the, that Spurs and that culture at that organization along with uh, Papa, too, or whatever, Greg Popovich. Popovich well, yeah, but, no. yeah and, and brought it in. I think he was yeah. that. I think he's the, one of the main reasons why. And like I said, yeah, and, and I mean, you know, like we said, they, they weren't they, they weren't exciting to watch play. You know, like I always, um, uh, my best friend in the world always talks about how basketball now is not as good as basketball was in the 90s. And I'm always just having to try to convince him. It's like, it's actually better. It's just a different game now than it was in the 90s. Like there, there, there aren't guys like a David Robinson that, that really play anymore. Like it's a very different game now. I, I like David Robinson and company uh, encompasses nineties basketball to me as much as Michael Jordan. And the guy that I've got coming up is my number one. Can, can I add something to that point really quick? And, and I, you know, usually I joke around, but this time I'm serious. Basketball today reminds me more of the, um, the ABA. ABA. Oh. No, a, <laughs> well, pretty damn close. ABA. Yeah. Um, you know, that was a league that was just banking on stars. And yeah. Dr. J, and, you know, they, they just – in the 90s, I think hip-hop and basketball peaked in the mid-90s. And basketball itself, I mean, it was just – not only it – it was a group of individuals. Like, like you can name the, the squads. You know what I mean? It was squad versus squad, city versus city. Uh, they took the they took the personality of the city onto the court, and it mm-hmm. just that's now it's just a bunch of talented guys showing off, really. You know, yeah. it's a different game. It's the same thing well, with football. Yeah, like game. yeah, like I said, it's just it's it's a it's a very different game now, and I I feel like a David Robinson is not what like like I I work I work at a bar here in town, and so I'm one of the oldest people who works there that doesn't own the bar. And I'm always having to have that argument with people like, no, like 90s basketball, very different, but yeah, still yeah. very good. Like, I get it. You were born in like 1998, but <laughs> the ball that existed before you were born, really good. You should check it out. So I, yeah, I, have no, a theory. Yeah. I have a theory about that. The reason why I believe basketball today is more, I mean, I guess you can call it a friendlier game than it was back in the day. All these guys grew up together playing basketball in AAU and tournaments and stuff like that. So a lot of them, they've known each other since they were kids. It's not like – I remember seeing that, that documentary that they did a couple – maybe a year ago that it was the Magic and Bird one. Magic was talking about a teammate that got traded, and the second he got traded, he's like, I never talked to him again. Like, they just didn't yeah. talk. That's how it was like that. They don't, if, you, if you're not on my team, I do not and you. Don't talk to me. We're not cool. None of that. Part of now, that. Now everybody's best friends. Part of that culture is because so many of them share these top superstar agents. And yeah. so they're, they're constantly in, in communication off the court. Whereas, yeah, back then it's like sports agents were just some dude 
that yeah. like had a business license and he did that for you. And you may be the only guy he represents. Like right. now, you know, everybody's got those same couple of guys that are going to guarantee big contracts. So they're all hanging out, eating lunch together and stuff. Whereas these guys genuinely hated each other. Like, what? I, like I, I've got him as honorable mention. And so, I, but I mean, like Patrick Ewing hated Michael Jordan. Like those dudes right. did not get along. Right. Like, yeah. and it was just like, and, and, like you were talking about the bad boys made Jordan better, like, because they genuinely hated that dude. Mm-hmm. See, I, I, here's my theory on it. And, and I kind of agree with you in a sense, but you also have to remember too, like even me growing up, the kids I played against, we were friends, but we were never friends on, on the, on the field dog. And, right. and the other thing is when you had neighborhood versus neighborhood, you may know, like it was just, it was more of a pride thing. I, I think it's because of social media and a lot of people want a brand. I think it's just, you know, that they, they, you, you can, if I was a kid and I could log on and see Tony Dorsett, I would have lost my goddamn mind. <laughs> you know what I mean? You, you never saw these people. And the only time yeah, you saw yeah, them is yeah. when you watched your team play. But the right. other thing is uh, everything's homogenized. And what I mean by that is, you know, I, I grew up in Jersey, but I rep South Florida all day. Okay. South Florida had its own music, its own style. Atlanta had its own shit. New York had its own shit. Chicago had its own shit. LA had, it's not like that anymore. Everything is all homogenized. It's all the same shit. Even stores, dude. It, you know, man, I put, I'm in 30 fucking 35 comedy clubs a year. They're always in that little ass fake city or fake town yeah, yeah, yeah. with the same stores cheesecake and, factory and you gotta have a cheesecake factory you gotta have a cheesecake factory you gotta have the fucking you gotta have the gap you gotta have the the gap yeah it's like all the same shit that fake ass little village yeah so here's the and, thing and here's everywhere. A, I, my, my two cents about that would be I agree with all of you and then I would say that the reason why most I would say the huge reason is because of social media because these guys can all communicate with each other they didn't have that shit in the 90s there was no tweets and fucking instagram there was none of that where you, you one person could see another person's life i remember uh the documentary about bird and, and magic when they talked about they had to do a commercial together for mcdonald's that was the first time they ever mm-hmm. saw each other not on the fucking court on and court. and it was on yeah. a fucking commercial shoot and that's the first time they actually got to talk to each other as fucking human beings and then they that's when they realized yeah. oh shit he's a lot like me this is cool. And ever since, like, it was just one of those, social media has taken those. It's a mentality, man. It's a mentality too, man. I can't, it's a mentality. It's like George said, he would never want to play with his boys and try and win it. He would never want to play with the guys, guys that he pe- competed against on the same team. Yeah, but yeah. that mentality it's, is because it, it, that mentality is because it's a product of your time. It's like one of those people saying, "I will never drive an automobile. A horse is better." Yeah, motherfucker, that's your mentality because <laughs> your mentality is a fucking of your a product of your time, dude. Of course, Jordan I, I think, would I say that. Mary, I think that's a, I think that's an awful analogy. You're talking about technology. <laughs> what are you? I'm literally talking about technology. <laughs> Automobiles is technology. Yeah. Like it's your frame of mind. Right. Jordan said that he would never be friends with these guys he's right he would never why because his mind his mentality does not understand he did not come up in a time of social media of being he doesn't understand that so to him it's like your dad being like i will never fucking you know watch a movie off a computer of course you wouldn't you don't know no 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 so wait you i I, i'm I think you're agreeing with me. In a I way. literally said I agree with all of you. I literally said those fucking words before I started. It's like technology. It's like technology. I'm saying the mentality, the work ethic is different. 
I don't um, think I don't know about work. I don't know about work ethic. I don't know about work ethic because those dudes still go let, fucking. Let they work hard. You. They train hard, dude. They nah, train hard. Bro, listen, man. Those old cats, even before my time, they didn't have accessibility to shit. So if they had to train, they had to really want it. Okay, there wasn't a goddamn uh, uh, what is that the the fitness thing everywhere where they roll the tires and the, the CrossFit, CrossFit, yeah. yeah, and and all these supplements and shit. Actually, there's a great TED talk you should watch about how athletes were actually better back in the day than they are today. And what they did was they Brett. wanted to see if athletes can wait, let me, let me, yeah, go ahead. No, I was going to say, you literally have a bit saying the opposite. You literally have a bit about these old fucking guys bumping weights and they're actually fucking fat dudes who fucking put themselves <laughs> in little no, machines no, no, no. that it shake was, themselves. Was, That's it, fucking hilarious. Yeah, You're going against your no, own the bit. Joke is they didn't, they didn't, no, I'm not. They didn't know how to work out back then. <laughs> I said Babe Ruth had over, no, I'll tell you my joke. Babe Ruth had over 700 home runs after banging hookers and was drunk all night. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually saying that they were fucking better athletes in a sense that these motherfuckers didn't take care of themselves, man. And they were still putting up stats. And by the way, if you watch that TED Talk on the athletes, you can YouTube it. What they did is they took the modern athlete and saw if they could compete, uh, if they could achieve the same thing that, that these old athletes did using the same equipment. So, like, what people don't realize, Jesse Owens ran on a dirt track with metal fucking spikes, okay? The guy that held the record for biking, his bike weighed 100 pounds when he was pedaling. It wasn't no alloy five-pound fucking uh, uh, bike. So, in getting back to the technology part, the technology has made it easier for people to compete other than the other way around, if that makes sense. I so, just, when you had dudes back then... yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry, man. No, no, no. Go ahead. I was just, I was just, I'm agreeing with you. I agree. I think that, I think that the reason why they're all friends now is because they're able to communicate with each other a lot easier than they than it was. I, I was back talking then. about the work ethic. You all were right. saying the work ethic is, and and I think these kids want to be great. I don't think they need to be. I'll tell you what was one of the best games I saw was when Pittsburgh played Cincinnati. I was like Monday night, like two years ago. Them dudes were, were, were perfect, and they were striking, dude. It was like an oh, old yeah. game. There was like fifteen penalties. You know, the they Pac-Man, kicked the out. Pac-Man, yeah, yeah, Pac-Man. Yeah. The yeah. And yeah, I was yeah. watching that going, God damn it, that was almost every Monday night when we were growing up. That was a that was a legit game. So I, I, I don't fault the kids, but I think the game, everything today, it, it just makes it easier for them to compete. It's not, it's, it's not, it, it's a lot easier for them, if that makes sense, even though they're better athletes. Like those young cats. Did you ever hear the story where Magic saw what Larry Bird used to play basketball on? That little ass fucking uh, peach barrel that he was shooting into? That's why he was so good at three points. Yeah. When Magic Johnson went to Larry Bird's house, he didn't realize how poor Bird was. And yeah. then he saw the basketball court and net that he would practice on. It was like a fucking basket, a wicker basket on a, <laughs> on a backboard that he was shooting his balls into. Which is why he was so money on the three point. <laughs> Did Damn. you ever see that? that yeah, yeah, yeah. It's in the same documentary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's in the same one. Yeah. Uh, all right. He's younger. That's why it's a different game to me. I feel like they play more as individuals. It seems like saying, "Hey, here's what we're gonna do. Let's pick teams, and we're gonna. I'm taking this guy. You're taking that guy, and we're gonna play a basketball game. And guess what? You're gonna have people that are gonna score a lot because it's gonna happen. It's a game, and you're gonna have a winner. You're gonna have people that win more than the others." But the game itself, it just doesn't seem like when the, when the Pistons showed up and, and, you know, the Knicks and the Pacers, 
and no squad. They all had squads. I feel like like nobody really wants to be the bad guy nowadays. If you're the right. bad guy, then you get all this hate and nobody wants to mess with you. Like the only one I feel like that's playing today, like they would in the nineties, is uh Patrick Beverly. Patrick Beverly just doesn't care. He likes to talk shit, he gets in your face, he doesn't care about being the bad guy, but nobody wants to and be it, the bad guy. Everybody's all nice and, and that, friendly with each other. That goes back to social media with yeah, like you were saying, everybody's got a brand, right? Like if you become yeah. if your if your brand is being the bad guy, then you're not moving merchandise. Anyway, my number three you was. Think anybody uh, goes hard David in the Robinson. paint anymore, either? No. What? Hell anybody no. go hard in the pit? No, man. You don't see that much either, right? No. I oh, stopped no, watching. I stopped uh, watching, man. I really did. I got disinterested, and it sucked because not like nineties like, paint moves. It was crazy watching those games, man. Yeah, we're not, well, nobody's watching now because you know Rona. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Debona and and uh, and Brett both had David Robinson. Uh, Justin, what's your number? What's your number two? All right, so going back to me picking a squad and making everything, this was my uh, point guard pick. So we had Stockton. He was an honorable mention. There's a lot of honorable mentions that I got. Gary Payton would have been up there doing it. Um, but this is where it got tough for me because, like, like I said, AI would be there if, if the case is being dominant throughout the 90s. But that really wasn't the case. So I got somebody who was a couple years before AI who was, I think, still maybe more dominant and a more all-around player. Um, Harold Miner. Yeah, but then I also have I also have somebody that I'm biased towards because you know repping the Heat. So this this was a little kind of tough for me. I, I don't know which one to throw in there. I don't know if I'm throwing in there Tim Hardaway, or if I'm throwing in, or, or if I'm throwing in there a little Jason Kidd because to me both of those guys were. Uh, well, which one are you got? You got to go with one, buddy. You got to fucking pick one. I mean, if we're going greatness, go with around, your heart. Go with your heart. Jason Just do it. Pick whoever the fuck you want to pick. Jason Kidd. Jason Kidd is better than <laughs> Jason Kidd is better than Timmy. Jason Kidd is better than Timmy. But I think Timmy, to me, was uh, more exciting to watch. I'm gonna go with the Heat guy. So Tim Hardaway. <laughs> <laughs> Tim Hardaway is also my number two pick. Uh, so you and I can both talk about fucking Tim Hardaway. Uh, Tim Tim Hardaway it was fucking like he's the one that made me fall in love with basketball. It was not Jordan that made me fall in love with basketball. It was fucking Tim Hardaway watching that crossover, watching him do all these. Oh, that crossover! It's so fucking oh. sick. It's so oh, fucking sick. That crossover. There was one game against the Jazz. I remember fucking clear as day. It was like '98. This fucking one game against the Jazz. <laughs> They're fucking tall ass, fucking Russian looking center. This dude fucking came out like he got he got. Uh, you know, Timmy was trying to, I don't know what he did, and he fucking uh, fouled Timmy, and then Timmy was just talking to him, and a guy just gave him no fucking respect, like, and he came up to Timmy, like, he was, and Timmy's literally, like, dick level to this fucking dude, and he <laughs> didn't give a fuck, he literally, you saw that fucking south side of Chicago come out of tucking Tim Hardaway, and he just looked at him like, who the, I don't give a fuck how big you are, and he just, and I was like, yes, dude, that's everything, I, you know, I, I love fucking Tim Hardaway, I'm not even gonna mention the fact that I met him a couple times, I'm not gonna mention that, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not gonna drop, I'm not gonna drop names, but, uh, yeah, he is fucking awesome, dude, that, that's my dude right there no yeah he he didn't go with my number one and when i tell you my number one i'll tell you why i didn't pick timmy my number one but tim fucking hardaway uh is is the yeah. shit dude i fucking he legit played, love this guy he played college ball at utap right yeah 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 like yeah, i UTEP. mean just just like uh, it was you know people love to look fondly currently on what mid-majors are doing but you go back and you look at a lot of these guys that we're talking about and right. they, they, they come from those mid-majors. It's not, 
it's not that being a mid major and doing well is a new thing. It's just that with every with there's the constant coverage of it and everybody knows who they are. But no, uh, Tim Hardaway, man, just just absolutely incredible to watch play. Um, I remember watching Tim Hardaway. This is this is just barely a basketball story. He played in one of those rock and jock basketball games. One time with like Dan Cortez, and he, <laughs> and he crossed up. He crossed up Dan Cortez, and Cortez ate shit. <laughs> like he, and then he, and like then he never got bailed. Like he never seen the two step before, and I mean Dan Cortez face down on the asphalt with Tim Hardaway crossing him up. Uh, I got a little Tim Hardaway. By the way, none of us are mad at that Tim Hardaway because we're all Heat fans. And uh, I, yeah. I know, you know, right. at least I know three of us are. But uh, people don't know when Tim Hardaway came out, he was referred to as the young Xavier McDaniel. I don't know if you guys know. <laughs> <laughs> oh dude he's fucking dope man i love this guy i don't give a fuck i love him he's fantastic uh i wasn't even i'm not mad at that pick at all man i wasn't i wasn't even mad at timmy when when i ran into him at a fucking at at the marlins cubs uh playoff game uh uh, he was wearing a cubs uh, cubs t-shirt he was eating a fucking ice cream cone and i was like damn timmy you're gonna do me like that with a cubs jersey he's like i'm from chicago i'm like i know but you in miami dude you're a miami state what you gonna do he's like i'm sorry like he literally said i'm sorry he literally said i'm sorry for wearing a fucking t-shirt of the team that he grew up watching and being in the he fucking literally said i'm sorry that's how great this guy was man fucking i i i I don't i couldn't picture him wearing a marlin shirt (laughs) his uh his, his son's a nick right uh yeah is he still Nick? I thought he moved. Did I mean, unless he got. Oh, did he yeah, move? He got, I thought he he's moved. He's one of those guys that gets bounced around a okay. lot, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck! Now I'm trying. Um, I'm trying to think about where his son is playing right now, or you know, before the Rona. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I think he's still a Nick, though. Okay. I think he's but still, yeah, no. Like I said, I I I can't be mad at that pick. I, I mean, just yeah. yeah. Ba- you know the, the the numbers are good, but based on just fun to watch play, man. Yeah, hard watching. I, I still to this day I still go Getting back and watch his his highlight tapes because his crossover was something different. Like a lot of guys have that smooth like like it, it's like almost yeah. like a juke. His was more of like a one two, like a quick one back. It was it was a two step, right? Yeah, yeah it was frozen, and you're like, what the fuck? Yeah, he it was just pull back and knock down the shot. When he was in college, it was a two step crossover. When he was in college, yeah. he dubbed it the UTEP. Uh, 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 was it the UTEP uh, two step? Uh, the UTEP two step. That's two-step. what he fucking <laughs> called it. That's how great this dude is. <laughs> I fucking love this guy. He's a shit. Uh, let me see here. I'm trying to see. Uh, you trying to? You still trying to figure out where Tim Hardaway Jr. plays? Yeah, man. I don't know why the fuck is not coming up. He went. He went to Pinecrest. He went to Pinecrest High School. True that. Oh, oh it, says he's, it says he's a Maverick now. That's it. That's oh, I fucking okay. knew it. I was like, God damn! I know he's not yeah. a Nick no more, dude. I was like, No, I fucking know it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's he, a he's a Maverick. He played, I know he played college ball up in Michigan. Yeah. But I thought he was still a Nick. Yeah. 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 All right. So uh, our number twos are David Robinson, David Robinson, Tim Hardaway, and Tim Hardaway. Those are our number oh, twos. Shit. All right. Really so, shaping up. So before we get to our number ones, what are we? We're going to talk about honorable mentions uh, on the social medias. Uh, we have a lot of people commenting. Uh, Louis Esman uh, uh, from from four to one had Charles Barkley, Penny Hardaway, Reggie Miller, and 
who do you have? Oh, Scotty Pippen. Uh, you would have Penny Lewis. God damn it. <laughs> Penny was fucking great, though, man. He was so good. No, dude. I, look, I got, I got nothing against Penny, but we're talking about top four. You gonna throw Penny up there? Hey, I, I have hey, Tim Hardaway at my number two. Little Penny, little Penny in the Blackstreet video. <laughs> I put, I put little Penny above Penny Hardaway because he was in the video for no diggity. <laughs> I, I, you I know put what? Little Penny in the honorable mentions too. <laughs> Yo, Jay, Jay, no lie. I, 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 am I the only one? I was like, uh, I, I was probably. I want to say 13, 14, before I realized, before I learned that Tim Hardaway and Penny Hardaway were not actual brothers. Am I the only one? I'm like, I, am I fucking, am I just that stupid? Like, I didn't, Hardaway's not a fucking Wait, common on. name. Hardaway's not a common Wait name. A I thought there was, I thought there were brothers. We got to go back to last week's episode and see if you're in that casino playing. Is it racist? <laughs> no, I don't think that's racist. There's two fucking professional basketball players named Hardaway. How the, at the, they play at the same time. It's not like fucking Smith or fucking Xavier. You don't see this name often. You fucking you t- <laughs> Um, Jeff Mercancini, uh, he put number four, DJ Ronnie Cycli. <laughs> he put DJ. That's hilarious. Uh, <laughs> number three, Alonzo Mourning. Number two, Thunder Dan Marley. And number one, Tim Hardaway. He said, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Fuck this. Uh, and Zoe was better in the 2000s than the 90s. Quills Rodriguez puts a Carmelo, Scotty Pippen, Tim Hardaway, and Alonzo Mourning. Uh, Michael Hunger put John Stockton, David Robinson, Reggie Miller, and Scotty Pippen. Uh, David A. Smith puts Barkley, Shaq, Kemp, and Payton. Uh, know who he didn't put up there? Mm hmm. Uh, <laughs> Walt Torres puts Pippen, Shaq, Charles Barkley, and Gary Payton. Uh, David Uyoa puts uh, John Stockton, Carl Malone, Scotty Pippen, and Alonzo Mourning. And who else? David Siegel put Anthony Mason, John Starks, Charles Oakley, and Patrick Ewing. And I literally Charles put- Oakley? <laughs> Come on. And I- Anthony Mason. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's a fucked up part. He didn't even put Allen Houston, which is a far better player than everybody else he fucking mentioned. And I'm like, why why not at least put the best player? Fuck it. You're not gonna put Allen Houston. You're gonna put Starks before Allen Houston? Get the fuck out of here. What's wrong with you? Uh, uh, I gotta agree with Justin though, man. Uh Zoe, Zoe really was a better player in the in the two thousands. All right, well to me at least. Maybe you we'll talk I mean? about him later. Around. Maybe we'll talk about him later. So maybe we don't talk about him now. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> uh all right. So um all right, th- that's honorable mentions. What are your honorable mentions, uh Debona? Um, I only have two that have not been mentioned yet. One we've talked about in passing, that's Sean Kemp. Uh, Sean Kemp was just incredible to watch play, just huge presence on the court. And uh, the guy who probably hates Michael Jordan more than anybody in this world, I brought him up earlier, but that's Patrick Ewing. Um, God, Patrick Ewing, man, he was nasty on the court, like, we, we've talked again and again about, you know, is this guy, would this guy have been Jordan if Jordan weren't Jordan? Patrick Ewing wouldn't have been Jordan if Jordan weren't there, but Patrick Ewing would have a lot more rings if Jordan weren't there because that Knicks squad, if Jordan hadn't been there to chop him down, Patrick Ewing would be wearing rings. Here, here's, here's, my, here's my rebuttal. Here's my rebuttal to that. Here's, here's my rebuttal to that. He went to the finals. He went to the finals, Ewing, and fucking got yeah. swept. 
and one yeah, of those games, no, and true. one of those games, he fucking lost all by him fucking self by missing a fucking rebound and then Lay missing up. a free throw shot. Yeah. So really, yeah. it's hard to make the argument of oh, he would have had more rings if it wasn't for Jordan. He went to a fucking finals, even with Jordan there, he went to a fucking uh, finals and, and still wasn't able to pull and, it off. And, and don't leave out this point either, Nari. No greatest, the greatest player. This guy has probably got postered more times. <laughs> <laughs> You 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 didn't make it in the '90s basketball unless you dunked on you. Yeah, you know, no. Sure. So many fucking times. You're absolutely not wrong. That's why he slides into honorable mention. Yeah. Um, you know who dunked? You know who dunked on him? Xavier. He fucking dunked on him. Oh <laughs> <laughs> wait, I got a little. I got a little fact in my pocket that I'm saving for the end of this. All right, Xavier, but we, we can keep going. All right. Uh, so who's your honorable mentions, oh, Brett? Shit. Give me your honorable mentions. Uh, my number one uh, is an obvious one. I no, not number Charles one. Barkley, not man. number one. Honorable mentions. Uh, my, I mean, yeah, my top. I, I would say my first honorable. Oh, mention. your top. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's Sir Charles Barkley. Oh, uh, he's about circumference. Uh, <laughs> I, I, dude, I, I loved him, man. I loved him as a player, as a personality, as a competitor. And my second honorable mention is uh, Rex Chapman. Uh, I think he was the first white boy to win the dunk contest. He made all of us white guys proud. <laughs> do you remember Brett? Do you remember the game? Do you remember the game when he was a Heat? Do you remember the game when he scored forty on fucking Jordan? Yeah, yeah, Rex Chapman. Yeah, uh, I, I don't remember that. Now Rex Chapman <laughs> scored forty fucking points on Michael while Michael Jordan I was, was say, fucking Eddie, coming. Eddie was a heat. Yeah, no, he was a Heat. He, he scored. He was, a, he was a good player, man. He was a good player. This, he, was, he was one of those guys. So here we go. Like, I, I so down games in, Mi- in a season. Huh? Down in Miami, do you just say a Heat or do you say a Heat player? You just say a Heat. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I would like, say he's on, he was on the Heat. Yeah, he was but on I the see, Heat. Like, this, this, like are the Miami Heat are good, or the Miami Heat is good. Well, Miami Heat are. Oh, I get what you're saying. I, <laughs> no, I get what you're saying. I, I would say, yo, he was on the Heat. He yeah, was the heat I would say player. he was on the Heat, heat player. You would. Here's the thing in and Miami. In Miami, depends on what part of town you're in. You would say both. You would say it either way because the correct way to say it is uh, the the Heat are good. But in this town, Spanish isn't always your first language. So a lot of times they're like, yeah, yeah, the Heat is good, man. The Heat's good. So that's <laughs> yeah. so a lot of times you well, you'll I, get yeah. it that way. Not, or, or they're just like Heat good. You know, I used to cover the heat for the Whammy Network back back in the day. Oh, me, whammy. Ricky Cruz, me, Shit, Ricky Cruz, and 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 me, Ricky Cruz, and Dave all the way from Seattle. Talk about Whammy. We all work for that network, and and I used to cover the heat. And I I never once I always say the heat the heat are good. I say the Heat are good, and he was a Heat player. Yeah. A player on the Heat never said he's a, a Heat. I like I like Charles Barkley, dude. That's a that's a good honor. But I I really do. Uh, he's he's one of those dudes that would have had a championship if Jordan wasn't there. Uh, fact, Look, like he legitimately would have won that. As a as a lifelong Alabama fan, for in case y'all two don't know, because I didn't introduce myself, I live in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Um, lifelong Alabama fan, like I spent a lot of time disliking Charles Barkley just because he went to Auburn. Um, but I, I, my favorite thing about Charles Barkley now, not Charles Barkley when he was in the A, my favorite the NBA. My favorite thing about Charles Barkley now is Charles Barkley can literally say anything he wants, and people just go, ah, that's just Charles being Charles. This is a dude who. 
offered a cop a blowjob from the chick he was riding with to get out of a ticket, and everybody went, meh, Charles being Charles. Like, you're, but you're saying that like that's a bad thing, dude. I yeah. know. Like I said, I, I've, 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 come to, I've come to love the man. He's part. He's part of my. He's part of my favorite. Uh, my part of my favorite NBA crew now. I, that's I one of the nothing. reasons why we love Charles Barkley. So I got. True. I got. Yeah, I got nothing Fox. against Barkley now. Be correct because he doesn't. Like uh, it's just. It, it, I have a it, question it, for you as an Alabama fan. Oh, okay. Yeah, let's do why that. is it? Why is it that you guys can't produce an NFL quarterback for your life to, to depend on it, man? Is it just because of the system Saban put in it's, that anybody yeah, can put in? Right, because you it's, haven't had a quarterback since fucking Joe Namath, I think, that even made it in the NFL, right? Uh, that is correct. Um, Brody Croyle got a couple of Kansas City Chiefs. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, no, our A.J. McCarron did too. I forget for who. But, um, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's a system thing, right? Like, until – very recently with Jalen Hurts and Tua Tungvaloa, it, it hasn't been a quarterback-centered system. It's been a game-manager system. Conversation for the college football uh, episode. I just find that uh, that's got to be a record for a, a, a program that is, in, uh, that is that good and that dominant just not to have a guy succeed in the NFL at that quarterback hey, position. Freddie Kitchen succeeded as a head coach. Well, making it to being a head coach. He failed as a head coach. Freddie Kitchens looks like he needs to be a goddamn manager at Hooters. He doesn't belong. He so on fucking line. does. I think I, I think that's I think that's what he did before. <laughs> no, that was Gruden. That was Gruden actually. John Gruden. John Gruden. Yeah. My favorite. My favorite thing. One of my favorite quotes with uh, with Charles Barkley is when I asked him, "Do you have a gambling problem?" And he goes, "No, because I I'm rich and I could afford it." Yeah. The only people who have gambling problems are people who can't pay their debt. And I'm like, that's hilarious and true. He's not fucking wrong. <laughs> Jordan, big time degenerate gambler too, but he's got so much money; it doesn't matter how much he loses. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I would just love to be the fucking. I would love to be that card a casino like Mr. Jordan. You, you, you owe thirty million. He's like, let me just make a quick card on Nike. Give me, <laughs> give me yeah, a fucking. Let me, let me know. He goes, hey, let me, let me just release, let me release a new shoe, and I'll get you in a week. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Hang on, Haynes got that new no wrinkle undershirt coming out. Let me give him a call. <laughs> Uh, all right, so uh, honorable mentions, Justin. You got any honorable mentions? Uh, I mean, yeah. So Chuck, the same thing. I think we all got Chuck in there, and then I'm throwing Jay Kicks and Tim Hardaway took his spot in my uh, top four. And uh, this one's just because, I, 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 like I said, I, I guess I grew up. My uncles and and my cousins, all of us, playing in the back, talking so much shit that I have this thing that I just love the trash talkers. So you know, we said Gary Payton. He said Reggie, who was a great uh, trash talker, but I'm going to throw this guy in there just because I love him too, and that's uh, Rasheed Wallace. He didn't, oh, he was, like, he was a, not, not, <laughs> not dominant, not dominant <laughs> in the 90s, but he was still, you know, he got drafted, I think, what year did he get drafted? Uh, 95. I, I 95. Rasheed Wallace yeah. might, honest to God, be my favorite NBA player of all time. All time. He's just, uh, that's, I know, I know it's hey. not for this episode, but, oh, bro, I love that Wait. pick so much. Well, don't lie. He got that tag for not even saying nothing, just staring at the ref. <laughs> just yes, he got the tag. <laughs> yes. I will. I I like any time anything ever goes wrong for somebody that I think lied to me about some horse shit. I look him straight in the face to this day and go, "Ball don't lie." And none of it <laughs> because everyone I associate with is white. But <laughs> it's the best thing ever. Ah, I love. Oh God, I love that pick so much. <laughs> I know. I know. It's just an honorable mention, but. 
Rasheed yeah. Wallace has got my heart, man. Like he yeah. made my favorite player. I love it. Forever, uh, yeah. My honorable mentions. Everybody was already mentioned except for uh, the other, the last honorable mention. Uh, if you have it, if you have him as your number one, just don't say shit. We're moving on. Uh, but my honorable mentions were Scotty Pippen, Carl Malone, Akeem, and Shaq. Uh, all right, so uh, on to number ones. Round one. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. <laughs> one. Do it! Do it! Come on! Come on! All right, uh, DeBono, what do you got for number one, brother? All right, my number one is one that uh, is just, this is a heart pick. This isn't a stats pick. This isn't a Bleacher Report influence pick. This is just my heart. The guy that I think was 90s basketball was Dennis Rodman. That's Uh, your number one? Yeah. No lie. Right. Absolutely no lie. When I think 90s basketball, I immediately think of Dennis Rodman. Look, I don't expect him. This, I get it. Like, this is the type of guy that I normally put at number four because I want to talk about him. But I loved watching Dennis Rodman play. I loved, I loved his personality. I loved the hair. I mean, this, this is a guy that through the 90s averaged 15 rebounds a game and unfortunately didn't care enough about the game to polish his offensive skills or that it, or else everybody would possibly be talking about him in, in such a great spot. Um, he was two-time defensive player of the year. He made the all-star team twice, but he was over 50% and his field goal percentage. Like if the guy was going to shoot, he knew it was going to go in because I mean, let's see, you know, it was layups. It was dunks. I get that. But Outside of just what he did on the court, we've been talking about this this difference between modern basketball and between 90s basketball. And, man, that was Rodman, right? Rodman would throw blows. Rodman didn't put up with shit from anybody. Rodman always had something to say to everyone. Like, he was that gritty, filthy part of 90s basketball that we all love plus this just ridiculously huge off-court persona that was – it was outrageous. Don't get me wrong. When he did Sports Illustrated in the wedding dress, right, like Mm -hmm. on the cover with Mike Ditka, I mean, he was – no, he that was wasn't outrageous. him. No, wait, that wasn't him. Mike Ditka in the wedding dress was Reggie was Reggie Bush. You're 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 thinking uh, uh, no, not Reggie Bush. Um, uh, what's his name? Uh, that he played for the he played yeah. for the Dolphins. He played for the, he ended up playing for the Dolphins. Uh, uh, Ricky Williams. Ricky Williams. Ricky Williams. Yeah, but but he did. No, no, no. But, you're right though. He but you're both right, and he did do something in a wedding. No, he, he, he did, did his, his book. His book signing. He did a his, he did a book release. Okay, and that's what there he did in go. the wedding dress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah, it's, it's Ricky Williams. But anyway, like like I said, it was just he was this he was this beautiful embodiment of everything that was '90s NBA. I mean, down to the fact we talked about nicknames, and I purposely didn't bring it up so I wouldn't spoil the fact that I had him so high on my list. But the worm, come on, worm. <laughs> like that's just that's 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 ridiculous. And he was a guy that embraced it, and and he loved everything about himself, like. There have been very few people that have more about who they are and loving everything about themselves than Dennis Rodman. Man, wow, when he fucking kicked that 
camera guy. Like, Listen, you know, bro, uh, you're going on and on. And, and, and I got to be honest with you, man. You know, if, if Dennis Rodman qualifies, then I could do my – because he's drafted in 86. You know, even though he played – He played all the 10 90s. years of the 90s. Right. Well, he played 20 fucking years pretty much. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, but he was known – to me, I remember him on the Pistons, and I think he went – in like 92 or some shit when he, or 93 is when he stopped playing for Detroit. Then he became a caricature of who he was to me. I mean, to me, he was a better basketball player in, in the eighties and in the nineties, he was known for just doing crazy shit off the court more than he was for being on the court. I mean, but the guy could pull down rebounds, but you think he, I mean, again, it's all subjective. I, I'm just saying, I would have definitely gave him maybe an honorable mention. Yeah, that, I'd be like, one, uh, like, like like I said, this this is a heart pick. This yeah. is a heart pick. Like when you I think of nineties basketball, like I said, I'm not going to sit here and tell you, oh, he's my number one because he's as good as MJ. And if MJ weren't there, then we'd be no. Uh, I got no, no, you, no. man. My number one's a hard pick too. So. Yeah, like I said, this this, this is a hard pick. When I think of nineties basketball, I think of Rodman and his stupid ass hair when he kicked the cameraman, and like I said, it just dominating on the boards. Like I said, for ten years, averaging fifteen boards a game, like and, and like I said, shooting fifty percent from the field. Dennis Rodman was a product of the time, and I think that when we're strictly looking at the 90s, I think that Dennis Rodman embodies 90s basketball. So My, my first pick is like that, too, though. I got you. Man. So here's the thing with Dennis Rodman, right? I like Dennis Rodman as a basketball player. I knew him as a, as a, as a, as a Bulls player. Uh, that's where I – like, I, it, it took me a little while because I was young. It took me a little while to learn, oh, he, he had a whole career before he was with the Bulls. Uh, yeah, I knew him as a spur first. I didn't know him yeah. as a piston, but I knew him as a spur. So with that said, I loved him because everybody loved the Bulls back then. Even though I was a diehard Heat fan, even though I always wanted to win, the Bulls were always on TV, so you got to fucking like the Bulls, right? So I like the guy. I like the play. I like the pick. I, look, I think it's a bit too high. I get it. It's a heart pick. My number one's also a heart pick. However, I'm going to say this, right? And I, I, I'm never this guy to drop names, but when I met Dennis Rodman, all right, <laughs> we met, uh, I I'm met, never this guy. Yeah, I'm never this guy, but I'm always this guy. Uh, when I met Dennis Rodman at the improv in Fort Lauderdale, he was in a green room, yep. and I was in fucking awe, dude. I was like, holy shit, it's fucking Dennis Rodman, right? So I tell him, congratulations on getting the Hall of Fame. He had just got the Hall of Fame three months earlier, maybe three months. I don't even think it was three months earlier. And I tell him, congratulations. And as I'm saying congratulations on, on the Hall, he literally says, I don't give a fuck. And I go, what? He goes, I don't give a fuck about that. I don't give a fuck about Hall of Fame. That shit don't bother me. That shit don't make me none. Hall of Fame, that, that, that don't mean nothing to me. And I looked at him, right, because he's super fucking tall, right? And I'm fucking almost six feet. And I looked at him, and I was like, but Dennis, you, you, were, you were crying. You, like he fucking cried he fucking cried at the hall of fame acceptance speech he was bawling like a little fucking girl and i was like what do you he was but like i did it like you you ever you ever, i don't know if you ever saw that show uh um how i made your mother there's an episode where he's like oh the glass breaks when you have that glass shattering yeah. moment and you're like oh i can never see this person the same way again and you can never go back to not right. noticing it so i was yeah. fucking fan i was fanboying out i was like oh shit dennis robin i'm trying to play it cool but i'm like oh my god this is fucking dennis robin right fucking you know three-time nba fucking uh, uh champion i'm thinking all these fucking crazy things and i tell him congratulations on the hall and he tries to play it off like the hall of fame ain't shit and i and i literally i i couldn't control it was one of those things where my words came out of my mouth before i could say anything before i even realized what was happening and i was like but you cried 
And he goes, what? I go, you cried at the acceptance speech. You were bawling your eyes out. He's like, nah, that don't mean shit. I'm like, oh, okay. Okay. All right. Well, can we get a picture? And then he kissed you? <laughs> no, I said, can we get a picture? <laughs> and I got a fucking picture. <laughs> it's on my Instagram. Uh, anyway, right. I, I, like I said, this, this, is, this is hands down a heart pick. I usually don't do this. I will usually take something that I love and bump it down and be like, it doesn't deserve this spot, but... 90s basketball, when I think about everything that's 90s basketball, I feel like Dennis Rodman right. is the totem to that. All right. Uh, all right, Brett, what do you got for your number one? You said it was going to be a hard pick. It's a hard pick. Uh, this player, to me, um, and like I said, I'm an old head, and this person is older than me, but dominated pretty much through, I would say, almost three decades of basketball. Uh, when you talk about tough, this player would throw hands with anybody. That a lot of people don't know, but this player dunked before the free throw line, before Jordan, okay, had more ejections than any player, did time off the field. And I, I, I thought, you know, I thought the world of this person until I met her, and she was a dick, but I got to go with Mary's mom, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I'm just playing. I, I legit, I was like, oh, man, it's going to. I thought you were going to say Xavier. I thought you were going to fucking say Xavier. <laughs> I was like, man, he's going to say something. <laughs> no, man. Uh, hey, listen, man, I, I'm going with Shaq. Man. Shaq played, dominated two decades. He dominated the 90s and the 2000s. Uh, he redefined the position as center. He couldn't shoot for shit, but he was agile as a motherfucker. Uh, he was a celebrity off the court. He, he, he rapped with the Fushnikins. He played superheroes. Had a video tough. game. Oh, that video <laughs> game was video shit. Game. That video game was awful. <laughs> hey, as, 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 far, as far as nicknames, he had about 20, 20 nicknames. Yeah. Shaq Diesel. I mean, no, but... Uh, you know, Shaq, I don't, Shaq was the I mean, Apollo Creed of nicknames for basketball. He had so many <laughs> fucking nicknames. Yeah, <laughs> 20-minute intro. Yeah, he so, did. Um, yeah, the guy, the guy is, in my opinion, if you're doing it, a first... First team at every position. I, I mean, it's pretty much out of him, Wilt, and Bill Russell. But you got to go Shaq. The Shaq Daddy was, uh, yeah, and he won, and he won with different teams, man. And, and it was him. It was yeah. all him. But yeah, I, I go with Shaq. One of my favorite uh, moments of Shaq is when him and Charles Barkley. When Charles Barkley says, uh, when they were doing the, the, you know, they're they're commenting whatever the fuck, and uh, Charles Barkley says that he that Shaq didn't do anything without Kobe, and he's and my favorite fucking quote is Google me, Chuck, Google me. He was like, I won rings yeah. before I got, I won, I was uh, three time uh, Finals MVP. He started giving off his fucking stats to Charles Barkley, and it fucking looked heated as fuck. And he said, Google me, Chuck. He's like, I don't see any rings in your fingers i don't see any rings and he literally would start putting up his fucking rings and he was like google me i'm like god nah, dude, no. shaq, dude, shaq, shaq dominated orlando i mean he was like the first pick it was not a christian leitner not alonzo morning <laughs> and he uh and here's the other thing that i like about the dude man and i sound like a chick but i've met him a few times and uh and he a huge dick uh it was just that <laughs> Now, it was just a, hey, what up, what up, you know, type thing. Now, my first girlfriend was a Laker girl, so she toured with him. And the stories of his generosity are legendary. Like, there's a story where one of the dudes that worked in the field house or the, um, in the, you know, he would do the laundry there, this little Mexican dude that they, you know, they, he was always working with the team. Shaq was driving home one time, saw him broken down on the road, told him, don't worry about it, I'll get your car towed. And then pulled him into a Cadillac dealership and bought him a brand new car. Did, you know, it was just a guy that that did the laundry for the team. 
Then when I worked at the Cheesecake Factory, he came in and uh, there was a birthday party going down on the deck. And uh, the father came up to him and said, hey, Shaq, do you mind? My, you know, and it's my kid's like 10th birthday. You mind coming down? And you saw the kids were like hiding, you know, because they were nervous, but they were all staring at him. So Shaq said, yeah, no problem. And he went down and he stayed there for at least an hour, man. Had the kids hanging off his arms and then he paid for the whole party. Um, and yeah, man, he just, to me, man, uh, he epitomizes what a professional athlete should be. He was dominant in the position and he was just a gentleman on and off the court. And, you know, look, I can't, he's my I can't, number one. I can't fault the pick. Like I said, 90 specifically, I put Robin, like I said, and there was no rule that said you had to do it this way, but I, I put Robinson in the center position. If we're talking the ought, then, then that's when I'm, that's when I'm looking at that, that Shaq pick. I, I cannot fault it at all. You were talking about like him talking trash about different things. Tell me you have seen the Kobe tell me how my ass tastes video. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I haven't seen that. oh my God. That. Oh my! So he was like freestyling in, at this club, and uh, it was like after he after he moved to the Heat or whatever, and, and he just and he just keeps and he's just trash talking Kobe, and that's the one line he keeps repeating is Kobe tell me how my ass. <laughs> but what, what he was doing was he was going Kobe and then putting the mic and having the crowd say tell me how my ass. Did Kobe snitch on him or something like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Kobe tried to snitch on him uh, for cheating, and and, then uh, you know, it's a fucking thing. Which is more like it was more like a dry snitch, though, right? It wasn't a. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was like a nonsense. It was like an action. But like, like I said, I can't fault the pick. Uh, I mean, I remember watching the guy play at LSU, and just knowing like this dude is something like I've never seen before. And I think that you said it best. You said he redefined the position of center because yeah, dude couldn't shoot for shit. Like he was terrible at it, and still went out there and turned out big point games. And did the damn thing, and he's got but uh, I, five rings. I love, I oh, love. Yeah, yeah. He got, well, he, well, I was yeah, gonna make one with the Lakers and two with the Heat. There's two no, players. One, one, one with the Heat. One with the Heat. So I, I like the fact um, that you were trying, Brett. You were trying to make it seem like, like, oh, yeah, I, went, I went with, my, I went with my heart. I went with my heart. Like, bitch, it's fucking shot. You went with a fucking, you went with one of the greatest. You went with, he's literally one of the greatest 50 players of the NBA history. He's literally one of the greatest 50. And you're like, I went with my heart. I'm like, no, that's our actual fucking pick. Jerry, 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 how did that go over your head? I was like, I don't, I don't. Mean, up. I was like, how Your the fuck? was my heart pit. <laughs> She'll be pleased to know, man. She'll be pleased to know that you went, that, was, that she was in your heart. I'll be pleased to know she was I'm your saying, heart pick. That was cute. That was, I was setting up the heart pick for your mom. That's that hilarious. That's yeah. hilarious. <laughs> what I was going to say, I want to make this thought about Shaq. There's only two players that I've seen play that were freakishly big and but if they weren't as big, they'd still be dominant. And that, to me, is Shaq and LeBron. You know, uh, the, whether or not they were – even if Shaq was an over a seven-footer, you know what I mean, he would still be that mm-hmm. dominant. He was just that big, that good, that agile, man. He moved huge, big for, for – uh, He did. Huge, he moved real well. Did you see him yeah, in the All-Star and, break? Um, did you see him in the All-Star break take it coast-to-coast coast and do a fucking – he did a uh, – he crossed over mm-hmm. some dude in the fucking All-Star game? Yeah. That shit was hilarious. Yep. He was a fucking big-ass no, dude and did, and did this little move. I was like, oh, shit. Oh, yeah. No, I've seen him dance. 
Yeah, yeah. Dancing with the Jabberwocky. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Right. That's a great pick, though, man. That's a great pick. Uh, Jay, Jay, Justin, who you got for your number one, man? Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's the same pick. It's, it's Shaq. And All it's, right. I mean, you know, a lot of the same reasons that he said, but what, one of my things is, is like, if we talk about, I mean, it's easy to say Shaq because, yeah, the dominance and all that, but it's like a heart pick for me because it, it, it's uh, growing up, we're watching Shaq. And I just remember hearing my uncle calling us out being, guys, come watch this guy. Look how look how much of a beast he is. And we had one of those little baskets that you hang at the door. I can't tell you how many times we got in trouble for breaking baskets and, and vases and, and all these different things around the house. Because all, he would do something and we would try to copy it and do the same thing on these baskets. And uh, then we'd go outside and just, I mean, just watching him back then was was it was something else. It was like, who's going to stop him? And like Brett said, it, it's like two decades of dominating. Great guy off the court. He used to come to the improv all the time in Miami with a huge group of people. Take care of everybody. He was the nicest guy. Um, one with two teams. All, you know, all these different things. It's, it's, the, the second we thought about this list, he was my first pick right right off the top of my head. So Shaq, number one. So. Yeah, I, mean, I, I would have to, uh, uh, in the 90s, absolutely. You know what? He could have easily went the route of no championships. It's, it's crazy because he came on yeah. later in the career. But he was fucking phenomenal with, with, uh, with the magic. The magic, yeah. Yeah, he was, he was unbelievable running. with him. He, he was running at that time. He was he was thin. He was coming up and down. Think about the backboard. Team. Well, thin's a stretch, big guy. <laughs> oh, you, know, you know what I mean. Thin, thinner. He was Shaq then. Yeah, thinner. He was more athletic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, that's a great pick, man. Uh, my number one is the guy who was drafted right after Shaquille O'Neal in the '92 draft is uh, Alonzo Mourning. Uh, this is totally not only is it a hard pick, but it's a fucking homer pick, and I don't give a fuck. Uh, Alonzo Mourning is the <laughs> shit defensive player of the year in '99. He fucking uh, he won a championship, but that was in the 2000s. But it doesn't make a difference. He made uh, he made uh, the NBA All Star from '96 uh, through '94 uh, through '99. Uh, 95 to 99, he was fucking the shit. Uh, I, he he was um, he he got drafted in Charlotte where he played with uh, with uh, what's his name, Grandmama, what the fuck, whatever the fuck his name was, uh, Larry Johnson, Larry Johnson, Muggsy Bose, yeah, and Muggsy Bose. Hey guys, like, guys, really all quick. three of them were on that squad, weren't they? Oh really my god. Then. I guess Larry Johnson isn't a good player because he couldn't remember his name. I did remember Grandmama. <laughs> I did remember Grandmama, though. That's the most important part. I don't. I, rem- I, I remembered X Man. I don't, I don't like. X-Men. I don't like. I don't like saying Larry Johnson's name because he was a Nick and fuck that motherfucker. I don't like saying Nick's name. I don't like those names coming out of my mouth. Uh, Larry so, Johnson's always a hornet, right here. Yeah. No. No. He's yeah. Not. He was a hornet to me, man. Nah. <laughs> nah. 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 Whoever you were on NBA Jam, that's your squad. That's, you <laughs> that's right. That's right. Uh, Alonzo Mourning is a fucking. This is how much Alonzo Mourning is a heat. He's the one that when he got when when he uh, his contract went up and then he got picked up by the by the the New Jersey Nets. The Nets. He's yeah. the one that taught me. I didn't know this was fucking possible. He bought out his contract to then come back to the fucking heat. And I was like, what the? I was like, for a second, I hated him. I was like, he's a fucking net now. And then they were like, no, he bought out his contract. I'm like. What? That's a thing that could happen, and they're like, "Yeah, he's coming back to the Heat." I'm like, "Oh, this guy's done shit." Yeah. yeah. Didn't he? 
he went to the Nets, but then didn't he barely play for the Nets because he had like a kidney transplant? Yeah, he had a yeah, kidney had transplant the first year. I think it was 2004. What year did he play for the Nets? He played, uh, let me see here. Uh, yeah, he played 2003 for the Nets, but he barely played. And then in 2004, he bought out his contract. And so he came, he went over to yeah. the... Look, to, he, I, he, I, won, he went with us in 06. Yeah. Right, like, look, I, I can't. I can't fault the pick, like you said, hard pick, homer pick, but whatever. I just, I feel like it's, I put Zoe where I put Shaq, right? Like if we're talking the odds, like a 2000 Zoe is better than 90s Zoe. Like, well, so yeah, but you gotta understand. First of all, you gotta you got you're saying this like he didn't do shit in the nineties. He literally went to the All Star from ninety four to ninety seven. He was an NBA all, all NBA first team in ninety nine, NBA second team in, in uh, two thousand. That was two thousand, and an NBA Defensive Player of the Year. Hey, in you're 99. doing the morning DJ thing, but he yeah, did, yeah, yeah. Like, he's literally I got all these Wikipedia stats in the nineties. He literally got yeah, all these but, stats in the nineties. Uh, yeah, but what I'm saying is like when you look at his career, right? That's not the part of his career but that I, people remember. I'm before. not. What that, that's not the mountain. For the early that's, that's not the mountain. The mountain isn't the best player. And and what and what decade did this player have the best career? Uh, the, the the mountain is best players of the '90s. Did Morning so play in the so '90s? So you're telling me. So you're telling me that Zoe is better than Robinson in the '90s? No, I'm not telling no, you that. I'm not pick. saying that at all. Okay. I'm saying it's a okay, hard that's pick. That's right. You did. You I did. did. What you the did. fuck? You're right. I'm why, sorry. Why did I say that? You're right. I'm sorry. And here's I'm the sorry. reason. Here's the reason why he's my number one and not Tim Hardaway. Because Tim Hardaway. In my heart is number one, but the only thing I could justify the only I couldn't justify putting Timmy in in number number one above Zoe because uh, Zoe eventually did get a ring and fucking and Timmy never got that ring. The only reason he's yeah. not in my fucking he's not my that Timmy's not my number one because I but, fucking but Neri, love Tim Hardaway. But Nary, but then then that's bleeding into because he didn't get a ring in the nineties. He didn't get a ring. No, in the 90s, I understand. Though. I'm saying even but oh, even so though, it's the heart pick element. It's the heart pick element. Like, both these okay, guys, okay, okay, you gotta okay, understand, okay. man. You as a as growing up as a fucking Heat fan, you, there was no Zoe without without Timmy. Like for me, for like as a kid for a long fucking time, it was Timmy and Zoe, man. And that those two fucking that combination was the shit. And to pick between those two, I had to give myself some kind of reasoning of how. Like you know what I mean? It's like it's like. You know, the bonus, you have kids. It's like somebody goes, who's your favorite kid? Of course you have one, but you can't say that shit out loud. But in your mind, you start fucking de determining how to fucking, how to split up, which is your favorite. And that's how I fucking came up with my number one. But number I will two. say one thing, though. I, my favorite Heat player of all time, and I'm, it was Harold Miner. I loved Harold Miner. And <laughs> if, if, if you're talking NBA jams, it was just Glenn Rice and Ronnie Cycli. That was your team yep, at, yep. on NBA jams. Glenn Rice. Oh, that's what you Glenn should Rice. do. Can, can we, your can NBA we jam squad. <laughs> yeah. Can we name? Can we name? Uh, first of all, the greatest team on NBA Jams was uh, Malone and Stockton. Yeah, the play with Utah was unbelievable, untouchable. I uh, yeah. I had a, I had a buddy that was a huge Bulls fan, but I like he always maybe be Horace Grant. <laughs> yeah, because Jordan, you couldn't play with Jordan on it. No, no, he was he was Scotty. It was it was Scotty and Horace were the and Horace. Yeah, but I'm saying yeah. Jordan. And Shaq wasn't on it either. He wasn't on NBA Jams either. Yeah, because he was too busy making his own shitty video game. 
That's fucking awful. <laughs> that fucking video game was so bad. Both of those guys, Jordan and fucking Shaq, had a horrific video games. Yeah, fucking Yo, Jordan, uh, Jordan Bird had that terrible. What was that? Was that NES? Yeah, no, Jordan no, had. That was on a regular computer. No, that was jo- on a computer. It was Magic Johnson and Bird. Was oh, yeah, Jordan literally. Jordan literally had this game called uh, Chaos in the Windy City, where he would throw flaming basketballs at fucking bad guys. It That's was so right. fucking Chaos awful. Chaos in the Windy City. So oh my awful. God. The the fact that I know that really <laughs> bothers me. The fact that, that I know that Larry off the top Bird of my head. The, Larry Bird is the only uh, player Jordan never beat in the play. He never, he couldn't beat him in the playoffs. Yeah, right. Um, I was going to say this though, and I wanted to sum it up. If, if we're done, I'm not going to end it, but I have a point to make about why Jordan would not be the first player I'd pick if I was building a team. Okay, go ahead. But, uh, I, me personally. Uh, I would go Magic Johnson. I think Magic Johnson, if I was picking a team, Same here. Magic Magic Johnson would be my first pick. He played all five positions. Uh, yep. He was uh, a gentleman on and off the court. He he, yep. he didn't have an ego. Um, and just, I mean, dude, he scored 40 fucking, when Kareem Abdul-Jabbar went down in the playoffs, he ended up playing center and scored 40 fucking points as a center. As a rookie. Yeah, like, I mean, dude, if we were doing if we were doing NBA players of the eighties, I think that we would have to take this episode and make it like NBA players of the eighties not named Magic Johnson because that's yeah. just that's obviously. <laughs> or Larry Bird. Or Larry Bird. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. you know, people forget Jordan played five years in the eighties. And uh, yeah. you know look, man, to me obviously he's the greatest basketball player of all time, but if I were picking a team you know, and to build a team, he wouldn't be my first. Well, pick. my argument, magic. my argument, my argument with uh, the whole LeBron and and Jordan thing, my argument always goes back to what you said about Magic. I'm like LeBron could play all five positions. Jordan could not play all five yeah. positions. Like that to me is a big deal, especially when you're talking about but in the me, fucking and you know in the playoffs when somebody goes why down. Why would you put LeBron? Why would you even put LeBron over Kobe or or even Magic? Or I mean, what would be well, the reason? I, to me, to me, LeBron is just like to me. LeBron is more like Magic than any than anybody else than than he is Jordan. To me, he is more like Magic. Today, he, he thinks about yeah. I'm talking about today. Like if you can, a lot most people compare LeBron to Jordan, and I always think of him more as a Magic type player. He's a pass first player. He's a he's a, a high in, a intellect. He has no ego. He don't give a fuck about the last shot. He doesn't have that quote yeah. unquote Mamba mentality because to him it's about the best play of the game, not the best play for me me and i always I, think I like, of lebron like as a magic 2.0 that's how i see that's how i see lebron I, I like that argument man i like that i like that uh comparison yeah i, I mean i'm not the first one to make it but yeah oh, absolutely like said, man. and lebron and lebron again man if 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 if, if, he, if, he, if they play defense the way they play defense back then guarantee yeah. lebron would be defensive player of the year almost well, and then <laughs> yeah. also the, the the defensive three seconds and the paint's a big thing you got to keep moving you can't just wait for yeah. somebody to come into the lane yeah, you know yeah, a couple yeah. of different rules that'll that'll make the game different yeah so yeah that's what i would yeah that's a good that's a one all right so final mountain uh we had a couple repeats here we had david robinson as repeat so we're going to do the da- david robinson will make the final mountain uh we had uh who else? Shaq Tim had two. Shaq had two and so did Tim Hardaway. <laughs> so I like the fact that Tim Hardaway is going to make the They're final all... mountain. Wait. Okay, no, sorry. You said t- Tim Hardaway. Never mind. Was a th- we Larry... already got two centers. 
Nery, if we need more than two, I'll change my picks to Hardaway all day. No, no, but here's the thing. Hardaway's already up. No, but no, he's already up. Hardaway, so here's Maybe. the thing. We we literally had four players that got repeated, and they were David Robinson, Shaquille O'Neal, Tim Hardaway, and Reggie Miller. So that's Reggie the, Miller. That's right. That's the mountain of '90s of uh, best '90s NBA players not named I, Michael I like Jordan. It. That's a fucking great I'm mountain. I mean, that's that's a that's a solid ass mountain, dude. Like yeah. like I said, it Shaq, Shaq is weird to me, but you know it's all good. <laughs> um, I want to go on record as saying if you Google the all time Seattle Seahawks uh, supersonic <laughs> lineup, all time. You have your mom, My and then who on. else? <laughs> uh, my boy's on it. Xavier McDaniels is on it. What number? Where's he at? At what number? Yeah. Uh, they have him as a forward. They they have they have the how many forwards right do they have listed before him though? <laughs> well, they have they have Gary Payton, right? They have Fred Brown from like seventy one to eighty four. Yeah, they got Sean Camp. Spencer Hayward. They don't have them in any in any order. Oh, okay. They have Spencer Hayward. They have Jack Sigma. Uh, Gus Williams, Ray Allen, uh, Deltep Shrimp. Remember Shrimp? Yes. Shrimp. Of course we remember yeah. Shrimp. Remember him? Him, I remember. He was in fucking Parks and Rec. Of course he I remember that. Parks and Rec. <laughs> yeah. uh, Xavier McDaniel, and then, then then they put, as the honorable mention, Sam Perkins. They said he was a solid player, but the, they never had a, uh, a big uh, a big guy, so they just threw him in. But that Xavier McDaniel made the Supersonics all-time team. Just, just let you know. All right. It's good that he but made. Yeah, he he made. It's 80s. good that it's he good. He mostly played in the eighties. It's so good that he made he a, the all, he made the all time team of a team that doesn't exist anymore. That's good. I'm sure he's very proud of that. Okay, uh, so I'm just letting I, you know if he's if he's an all time supersonic, and he's in the college basketball hall of fame, you at least have to concede that just he's not a nobody. <laughs> you didn't remember I mean, his you name. Like, you didn't remember his name. Like I don't you didn't remember Larry Johnson's name, dog. You just called him Grandma. Because exactly, and is Larry Johnson a fucking awesome? No, no. <laughs> it doesn't mean he wasn't a good player. Eh. Eh. And Larry Johnson's <laughs> in, in. And Larry Johnson, by the way, is in NBA Jam. He's a space jam. With Muzzy Bogues and Patrick Ewing. Absolutely. I like the fight. Credit Larry Johnson. I like the fact that that's where your that's where your 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 that's how you categorize people. You're like, was he in was he in NBA Jam? Then he fucking matters. That's all. That fucking- <laughs> Man, you know what used to suck, man? Is my little brother just could not lose at that game, and he would make me think I'm gonna win, and I could never beat him. But he used to sing that song. Where do we go, my lovely? Right, and, never- <laughs> <laughs> and, he, and he, he would come back, and I just—it used to drive me nuts, man. And he would just sing that fucking song as he was—he'd be like, "I'm heating up, Elfredo. Where do we go?" And I'd be like, "Motherfucker!" All right, man. Yo, yo, you guys. You guys are great. Listen, let me give you some plugs out. Uh, uh, check out the other podcasts on the Geek Bro Network. The Geek Bro Network is where all the podcasts come uh, to uh, to uh, to have some fun. We have uh, Daniel DeBonas doing What You Got on the Geek Bro Network. So go to geekbro.net. Check out uh, Daniel DeBonas' podcast called What You Got. Uh, check out the other podcasts on the Geek Bro Network, including What's Up, Bro? Better Let Me Tell You, uh, The Layer, uh, and Childlike at Best with Mike Valdez. Uh, Brett, do you have a, do you have anything you want to plug? I know you have a new spe- you have a special out that's uh, available to purchase oh uh, yeah you can uh, well right check out season three of cobra kai which uh it'll be released i think in may 
Okay. And then, and then, uh, and then um, yeah, go to Brett Comedy. Brett with one T, comedy.com. And you can watch my special uh, Principal's Office. I, I, it's out for free now, so you can just go hit. Ah, it's fucking great, man. I, Brett's one of those dudes. Uh, no, no shit, no, no, no fucking, uh, no joke. Brett's one of those dudes that when I started doing comedy, he gave me really great advice, and he he didn't fucking know me from Adam, and he talked to me, always fucking welcomed me, and always gave me great advice. So I appreciate that, brother. Thank you very much. Thank you for coming on to the podcast. Check out uh, Brett. Was wait, wait, Brett? wait, wait! I really was setting. I was setting. I thought you were setting me up for something. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, I think. That was a genuine. No, that was a genuine compliment. I would give it to you in person later when I go over to see your mom, but I didn't want to, you know, the six feet apart thing. I just wanted to keep that away. So (laughs) make sure you check out Brett's comedy. uh, Brett, was it brettcomedy.com? Right? Yeah, Brett with one T. With one T. B R E T comedy.com. Comedy.com. Yo, you guys been great. Thank you for checking us out. That's how lists are made. (laughs) 